Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming at you from the dank in Newtown, this is the Simpsons Index, Treehouse of Horathon 2. Woo! Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, woo! <laughs> yeah, he'll drop that in later. Yeah. <laughs> and I am your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and it's Mayoween, guys, so we're celebrating with an all Treehouse of Horror episode. And joining me in the dank this spooky week to do this is. Oh, it's, oh shit, Jordan. Me. It's hi, it's Jordan. Uh, Sheridan never has an interesting introduction, Morley. And finally, you'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> um, so Jordan, Sheridan, and BT, as you longtime listeners might remember, how are you guys going? I am superior in all aspects. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bead, you delightfully heartless robot, you. Beep. <laughs> I feel much better for eating that whole jar of mayo in celebration of Mayoween. <laughs> it was a fate to watch. It yeah. was delightful. It took a while, but uh, I got there. So, for any of you wondering what the fuck Mayoween is, well, we've stolen the idea from the worst episode ever podcast to do a Treehouse of Horror episode in the month of May. And the other thing about Mayoween is we'll not be doing a classic episode tonight. Um, Boo! I know, <gasps> but the reason for this is that, you know, back in the first of course days. You suck. Well, no, it's actually not because I suck. Because, well, kind of. Back other people o- suck. Other people suck. Back in the early days of the podcast, I used to let guests pick uh, the episodes. And I what never a re- horrible mistake that was. Yeah. Only in this sense, because it was just, I never really wanted to tie podcast episodes to, you know, real world holidays, Easter, Mother's Day, Love Day, whatever. Guy Fox Day. Guy Fox <laughs> <laughs> So in episode three and six, we reviewed Treehouse of Horrors five and seven, respectively. I realized this was a mistake because Treehouse of Horror episodes, they just fundamentally work differently to your standard Simpsons episode. And Treehouse of Horror has become like its own series within The mm. Simpsons. A lot of people I've found that have given up on The Simpsons still go back to watch Treehouse of Horrors. Am I right? I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's, it's so... Un- it's just It doesn't need to relate to anything else. It's three short vignettes and that's it. Like, mm. they can just have fun with it. No, and it doesn't matter if the integrity's there or not. Mm. It's, it's mm. fucking Treehouse of Horror. Whatever. So anyway... Being that I realised that back in the early days, I decided to save Treehouse of Horrors for twice a year when we'll just do two all Treehouse of Horror podcasts. But the problem is, between those early episodes and the last Treehouse of Horror, we've already burnt through three classic era Treehouse of Horrors, and there's only eight to begin with. So we need to carve up a few from the later era. So Damn you. Although two of the episodes tonight will be coming from the teens era, they will all be from three different decades. Cool. Uh-huh. All right, <laughs> got through all that got, housekeeping. Got through your press release. All right, and so starting out tonight, we watch Treehouse of Horror 24, season 25, episode two, first released October of 2013. Guys, what did you think? Boo! <laughs> Here is the sound of air escaping my lungs. <sighs> I was going to say MTV generation. <laughs> Meh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, um, and an interesting tidbit about this episode, this is actually one that me and BT already <laughs> did, uh, kind of. Kind of. For our yeah. unaired pilot, which will remain unaired. <laughs> yeah. We were so drunk. <laughs> we or Mostly you? me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But like, if you divide the drunk between the two of us, we were both very drunk. If okay. you average it out. Yeah. yeah. Did you say before, did you say tidbit or titbit? Which do you say? Mm. I think it's titbit. It's, it's not. It's, it's, it's either, apparently. There's a, really? like a, it's a dialectical thing, apparently. No. Really? Terrible. 
All I've known is I've smoked a million cigarettes. You've not once looked at my tits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Again, work it in. For those who missed before, I'm just going to say that repeatedly so remember the damn title. Elliot thinks that that's the translation of every French song in history. <laughs> Especially <laughs> Edith Piaf. Smoked a million cigarettes <laughs> and you have never once looked at my tits. <laughs> in that kind of rhythm, uh, cigarettes and tits kind of rhyme. So, yeah. <laughs> cigarettes? Cigarettes and tits. So anyway, this treehouse of horror, we'll go through each of the segments, but the intro is like a segment unto itself. Oh. This is actually a kind of famous uh, Guillermo... Someone help me out here. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> directed uh, intro sequence that's fucking amazing. Yeah. You've yeah. seen it on YouTube, kids, and if you haven't, you can see it on YouTube now. Mm. Uh, like, what are the, some of the highlights from that for you guys? Like, uh, there's just a bajillion reference to horror yeah, movies absolutely. throughout. Yeah. Like, from the classic to a little more modern stuff and Guillermo's own works, you get... Mm. A little bit of Devil's Backbone, a little bit of Blade 2, a little bit of Hellboy, a little bit of yeah. everything. And then you get, you know, your classic Frankenstein, mm-hmm. Invisible Man, Werewolf. Yeah, yeah, Dracula. Dracula. But you also get a, like a nod to a lot of famous horror mm. writers oh, and, yeah, or, yeah. and authors There's H.P. Well. Lovecraft there and Edgar yeah. Allan Poe. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock. Yep. I didn't yeah. recognize King. Stephen King. Yeah. 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 yeah, Stephen King at the chalkboard gag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... The thing that I liked about it, a lot of the couch gags that we complain about are the ones that just sort of a long-winded meandering, but um, this one really tied in a lot of great horror to almost like exactly the Simpsons intro as it is. Yeah, mm. and it, well, the thing is, I think it kept moving, like yeah. doing something new every single time it changed, you know, point of reference, it would always get to, you know something else for you to look at whereas the ones like the hobbit one sticks out in my mind mm. it just goes on and on it's just the same thing the whole way through whereas this you're getting you're like if you know these references you're really excited you're trying to pick them all up and if you're not you're like how are they gonna change you know uh marge in the grocery store scene yeah or how they're gonna change this and it I, yeah. I think that was a thing as well like some intro sequences they deviate from the standard template mm. and they add more stuff which isn't really good sometimes yeah. but this one it was still the the new hd yeah. era thing like it's still it's what it's like a minute and a half or something but it's like it's the full sequence but it's just it is completely changed Mm. but they don't add stuff just for the sake of hey you know we've got a famous director doing this so why not you know just add random crap in here for no reason it still just follow the the template so i like i like that Mm. Mm -hmm. it made Um, sense there was even some um not quite horror references but Mm. more just mystical yeah there's a bit of alice in wonderland yeah alice in wonderland specifically i was thinking of well yeah absolutely uh this is probably the best part of the episode to oh, tell you sure. the truth yeah. uh, this is amazing and it is on youtube yeah, uh, and just crazy dense it's amazing yep um so the first segment tonight was oh the places you'll do it's like a cat in the hat parody mm. all done mm-hmm. in the Susian style uh, uh, soycean soycean that's right you, you, you i've told yeah yep. I know. correction yeah. <laughs> um but yeah all uh, the cartoon was very reminiscent of Dr. Seuss and all done in that uh, rhyming style. Uh, what'd you think of that segment? It, you know what? I, I liked the animation of mm. it. I liked how Beautiful. they adapted the style yeah. of it uh, yeah. and the little, you know, like the, those classic, you know, like boxing gloves on extendo things yeah, yeah. and everything mm. that they added and the contraptions. And, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I like the way that they adapted the universe to suit it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just the story. I, th- that was going to be my complaint. Like we had this huge tribute to horror in the intro the rest of the episode none of them were really kind of horrific ho- uh, yeah in the sense of like you you watch previous tree houses and it, it is like a kind of a like a spooky or yeah. a kind of a horror kind of concept um and none of them really yeah. were this time no and this yeah. i mean the only thing is this version homer's version of, sorry the fat in the hat is just kind of murderous but it's more of a like 
you know, a murder spree in Grand Theft Auto than it is anything like horror. It's yeah, just, yeah, and yeah. It, it didn't quite make sense as to why he turned murderous either. No, he just kind of uh, he's just kind of a dick. Yeah, no, that's and right. I'm, and I'm not like familiar with Cat in the Hat. That wasn't my source book as a kid. Like. Mm. How close is that to the source material? Well, they leave the house, so not at all. (laughs) (laughs) One of the common threads with the later Treehouse of Horrors is that they don't really go for the horror movie so much. They'll do things like uh, fantasy, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, whatever. Um, And this is another one where it's like, oh, we've got a Treehouse of Horror spooky episode coming up. Let's do... Dr. Seuss? Like, yeah, this yeah. is, is going to be my main criticism of all three, I think. It's just going to be, what if The Simpsons were blank? And then, yeah. they've just, sure. and then they've done that, but they've not built a story around it. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks really good, and I do like the rhyming they do for it. It flows really nicely, but yeah. nothing well, happens. On, just, yeah, well, on that yeah. point, when this first opened up, this, this first story of the three, I was quite excited because mm. the first line was really snappily done. Mm-hmm. I thought, and I can't remember the exact line, but it was something like, all the children in Springfield were door-to-dooring, all over town blood sugar was so- was soaring. And I yeah. was like, oh, okay, I like it, it's good. Yeah. And then turns out that was the best line in the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got some genuine chuckles out of a couple of the rhymes. and Yeah. yeah. Um, even the one where uh, he beat up Grandpa or whatever, I found that like exchange really funny. Um, it's full of a lot of Grandpa old-timey-isms. Yeah, yeah. mm. Although, I, I, we've said it before, but I'll say it again. Uh, Simpson men without the facial hair. Mm, yeah, yeah. Looks, yeah. Really looks really weird. So strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But another thing I didn't like about this, they were obviously doing the whole parallel import thing and, um, uh, you know, making a bunch of jokes and, oh, look how different we can make the words. It's the fat in the hat. It's the mm. borax. Having mm. said that, I did like the whole calling out the borax. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sell out. Yeah. <laughs> but then also I liked putting it in the recycling instead yeah. of the trash as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was hideous, a movie about, you know, preserving the environment and whatever, and then it's yeah. just making Happy Meal toys. Mm. <laughs> I just, I know. Stupid corporations. <laughs> I know Danny. corporation I know Danny will agree with me. Marge is Catwoman. Pretty fucking hot. Oh, Just she's saying. so much more banging. Like, she's yeah. so much more hippie than she usually is. Yeah. Marge's figure is usually sort of straight up and down and hunched. Like, she needs to see a chiropractor sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. But in this, bam. Yeah. yeah. That's the, um, I think that's the Batman animated series version of Catwoman as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, there was a good sequence of a bunch of, uh, of Springfield's women and comic book guy dressed up as the various Catwomen. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then the stupid joke of "It's Halloween today," and like, yeah. oh god, I hate you, comic book like guy. This all the time, and it's yeah. like, no, he doesn't. We've seen this show before. Yeah. Uh, I do like, yeah, I do like. They're all variations on. There's like the Halle Berry one and the Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer's, yeah, and stuff mm. like that. <laughs> I'd say they went with a common thread, and Maggie ends up killing the Fat in the Hat at the end. Yeah, I did think it was weird that um, Fat in the Hat just breaks Mr. Burns' neck and serves him to a bunch of orphans. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I know he's a bird, but that's a little... Like, the thing is, it's tra- the whole segment is kind of travelling so fast you kind of don't notice it's poor quality. Yeah, correct. Mm. That's right. Um, Even, like, up to about the Apu sequence, I was like, I think I'm enjoying this, and that was a really good exchange where yeah. he yeah. was like, I don't want any trouble. Here's gum of the bubble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was cute. Yeah, yeah. Slim of the gyms and gum of the bubble. Yeah. The only uh, other thing I liked was at the very end where it says, you know, next time the fat in the hat pledges a frat. I'm yeah, like, yeah, 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 I, I quite <laughs> like that where it was getting paddled. Yeah, so. exactly. I was going to say, there was a really, it was a bit creepy actually. Yeah. There was a bit where it was the kind of narration talking about the fat in the hat and it was a song about him and the last line was, you might catch him on an amber alert. I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really quite dark. Why? Yeah, it's kind of like, hi, I'm the fat in the hat. I put a bomb somewhere. 
<laughs> no, Amber, Amber Alert is kidnapping a child. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if we act to rank just this segment, um, unofficial rankings, just quick fire, go around. I'd give it a bronze. Really? Wow. Mm. I'm at a participant. I, mm. Wow. I was going to say participant because I like I like the style, but yeah. I'll give it participant just because yeah, I do like the animation style was on point. Sure, mm. Chez. This is another one where it's better by comparison because I know mm. I'm sort of spoiling my ratings for the next two, but I'm going to go bronze too. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Um, Even though I hated it. <laughs> unofficial rankings, just quick fire opinion of the segments to help us feed our uh, 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 what the ranking should be later. Uh, it, uh-huh. it just it was almost a failure because he had the, a fucking anonymous mask at one point. Oh, that's yes. right. I was just like, fuck off. Fuck right off right now. Anyway. <laughs> the rhyme was like something about highly unusual political views. Yeah. yeah. Blows up the Springfield Town Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next segment, I didn't actually catch the name of this one. Did any of you? I did. Dead and Shoulders. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Have I got, told you guys how much I love my new Heaven and Shoulders shampoo? Fantastic. No, you have tell no us now. hair. Is it a beard shampoo? Yes, beard. Oh, yeah. beard shampoo. Beards get dandruff. Do you get beard riff? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yep. I discovered hey, it. All skin can get dry, Sharon. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Say it again, Becca. Head and shoulders, but you don't have dandruff. Exactly. <laughs> well, I hope uh, it makes you suitably moist then on your chin and chin, surrounds. Chin moisture is the hardest moisture to maintain, <laughs> Sheridan. Doesn't it you just drool a lot? Yeah, you <laughs> eat the wrong kind greasy of food and it goes in your beard. And Are we sponsored by Head & Shoulders? We should be. If I we're know, not. That'd be great. <laughs> Unilever, hit us up. Yes. Mm. Maya, I have such dandruff. What could I possibly do? <laughs> also, I'm on a podcast a lot. <laughs> Elliot, you got dandruff all over your microphone again. <laughs> what? Oh. Maybe Sofia Vergara can come to your house. And I would be on board with that. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's the new head and shoulders person. You had me at Sophie Vergara <laughs> comes to my house. <laughs> you had me at Sophie Vergara comes. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got. I literally bought a bottle of of head and shoulders that has her picture on it. So like, well, but you know, she may as well see me naked. That's fine. Yeah, and I'll see her in the shower. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do not understand why she would have taken that job. No, she's the most weird. highly paid actor on Modern Family. Oh she yeah. Gets over a million dollars an episode. Why does she need oh, to do Head and Shoulders? Head and Shoulders have sweet money. Yeah, they got they deep really pockets. Are. No, but that's the thing. They're like, we'll give you $10 million. They're like, sure, why mm. not? Yeah, no, why not? You know what I like? $10 million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a great deal. Hey, I don't mind $10 million either. <laughs> Would you flog <laughs> cock-flavored condoms for $10 million? <laughs> Maybe for $100 million. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd do it for a million. I'd receive a cock-flavored condom for $10 million. Yeah. Well, You'd receive where? as in, yeah. So we just, so just give you one? That's not hard. Where's I'd the delivery point? I'd start in a porno that featured <laughs> cock-flavored condoms. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Right, and you have wow. to look up halfway through and go, cock flavored condoms. <laughs> I'm enjoying one right now. You're wearing a condom, <laughs> but this just tastes like cock. Exactly. Look up and go, cock flavored condom. Subtitled. Yeah. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> you won't even know it's not a cock. <laughs> so anyway, dead and shoulders. Um, so this is the classic... Uh, head gets sewn onto another uh, person's body trope yeah. that the Simpsons have, have kind of done, done. Yeah, twice. That, <laughs> that was kind of my first note on this one. It's like this was already done as like an afterthought of a joke in a previous Halloween mm. episode. So the fact that they're trying to flesh an entire segment out of what was just a little like a rim shot at the end of a different Halloween yeah. episode was just like, yeah, yeah you're, you're out of ideas, guys. I know. Well, this one actually kind of reminded me of the old Treehouse of Horror. Remember one where uh, Bart has all the mystical powers and he turns Homer into a jack-in-the-box? Yeah. Quite a, yes. I felt like they were going for the 
this is a horrific thing, but uh, we're going for some heart moments. We're going for some bonding. And I thought there was actually a couple of sweet Bart and Lisa moments. And then it cocks it up. <laughs> and yeah, then it pops making, it up a lot. Yeah, but kind of go to selfish for no reason. Yeah, that was my again my other mm. big problem with it. So okay, so Bart's flying a kite for like days on end, mm. wraps a kite string around his neck neck so he can take a nap, and then it, the kite pulls too high because the plane flies in it or something, and it pulls his yep. head. It's just Arnie Pie. The most boring way you could possibly find it to decapitate Bart ever. Mm. Yeah, it was lazy and it. Like I liked the as the days moving on the little montage with Millhouse as he you know sniffs yeah. a flower gets infected gets picked up by the paramedics I thought that was a good sequence of yeah. joke but then but yeah why the fuck is Bart flying a kite this much like that doesn't make sense that's out of character no there were much easier ways to get his head cut off and mm-hmm. funnier so this thing cuts his head off and then he gets uh, his head attached to Lisa but she can still control the body and then after a couple of days everything's fine and it's like oh okay. Mm. Thought that would cause more conflict, but whatever. Yeah, um, and like they reach a resolution, and then Bart gets control of um, Lisa's body when she sleeps, and then that goes into Bart uh, basically trying to kill Lisa. Yeah, and it's not done for any reason. Like they were just starting to get along. Yeah, it's it's like if he was having a miserable time, it would make way more sense. Have them get along was just like, oh, okay, this is done now. We've, yeah, we mm. wasted all the comedy effort, and now we're just gonna go to a different place now. We don't know where to go, so let's just add conflict that isn't there. The delete key has fallen off my laptop, and this is what I've written, yeah. so uh, we can't <laughs> change any of it. Can Can someone explain one of the jokes to me? Sure. He was like in the therapy office, and they're like, "Can you think of something good to say about each other?" And you know how clean Elisa's ears, and Bart goes, "Yeah, oh, yeah. it's like a Canadian tunnel." I think Canadians are known for their fastidious upkeep of tunnels. Really. I have literally no idea. Yeah, have you ever been in Canada and had trouble getting through a tunnel? You could eat off the you could eat off their tunnels. I don't know if I've ever been in a Canadian tunnel. I mean, unless that's a euphemism. Yeah, is this a euphemism? Am I missing something? Oh no no no! I, I'm being genuine. The road system and infrastructure of Canada is top notch. Well, that's boring. Let's stand now and sing the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> How does it go again? Oh, Canada, <laughs> we uh, have clean tunnels. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we like to ski. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> hey. um, well, another joke I liked in here is uh, Homer's Man Cave. I thought that was funny. Yeah. But mostly because I've just got a massive criticism against Man Cave. First of all, Man Cave, the word it, s- it sounds like a butthole. Like oh yeah, <laughs> wow. Come down, like if anyone come ever sends you, yeah, come in my man cave. That's what my brother has said to me once. I'm, I'm sure that's in a porno. <laughs> Why did your brother say that to you? Because he has a man cave and he doesn't get that it sounds like a butthole. Hmm. <laughs> Specifically, a man's butthole. Well, as, as long as you're using a cock flavored condom, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's be let's be safe about this. Do you have taste buds in your butthole. You Do don't? you? <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I just hate it because it's. I like, would suck every time you had to poop. <laughs> You get used to it. <laughs> but it's become this expression and trend amongst men to have a room that's dedicated to having a He-Man, no woman aiders club. Yeah, like, it's weird. What, what was wrong with the traditional den? Yeah. You know, the den. The other thing is, is mm. well, why is it like, I don't want to sound like I read a lot of Tumblr or anything. Um, <laughs> Here why, we go. But why is it a man cave? Like, why can't it just be like a fun room, like a rec room? Or a dank. For recreation. Like... 
Because he had a chocolate fountain in there. I'm sure a woman would love a fucking chocolate fountain. And a horseradish fountain. Oh, yeah. Is that why you were thinking about horseradish before? Yeah. Whoever it was? No, that was me. Oh, mm. yeah. Is that why you were thinking about no. it? No. Okay. I just think about horseradish. I'm pretty sure All I said that time. prior to the episode. <laughs> oh, so. maybe. Um, so one of the big jokes that I hated was uh, Miss Hoover putting the globe between Bart and Lisa and then yeah. like having mm. this weird lick fight with the globe. Yeah. And then Ralph goes, oh, this is my, was my project. Mm. So lame. The, the, the joke I did like, though, was the, the Skinner Agnes yes. bit yep. with like the, you know how to drive just as well as you know how to blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'll just go change the thing. And then just like crawls down beside the car and starts rocking. It's like, oh, a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll give oh, you something to panic about. Yeah. Cool. You start a car as well as you start a family. Yeah, yeah. that's oh. the one. Yeah. <laughs> And I did like Homer <laughs> th- uh, thinking Bart was doing mix-ins with the, the sleeping drugs. Oh, yeah. Nappian. Nappian, Nappian has been there before. I was trying to remember mm. where. Yeah, it's one of Simpsons' famous drugs along with uh, Ignoritol. <laughs> Ignoritol. <laughs> and Nappian, as I recall, has some terrible side effects. Yeah, yeah I think they they're all. going for like an Ambien parody. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Anyway, in the end, they both get their heads cut off, and Bart gets his attached to Selma or Patty. I can't tell. And Lisa gets hers Selma. attached to Krusty. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Shut up. It's over. Yeah. It's where was the other twin? Yeah, they had two quick jokes. Now I can do karaoke. Hey, Lisa. Now you have to memorize stuff. Waka waka. And then yeah. Doctor Nitz on Hibbert. And it's like, why? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't funny anyway. I don't know why those two agreed. Like, I would have thought it was going to be like Marge and Homer. Or at least Patty Selma. and Selma. Yeah. You know, that would have been slightly yeah, more logical. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so the, I kind of liked the concept, though, even though it's sort of pre-trod ground. It's you could like, have done something with it, but they didn't. They really didn't. And that's why I hate this one. Oh, can I just do a quick, really quick, just a really quick Jordan's like, Corner? When uh, Homer strangles mm-hmm. Bart while he's on Lisa and the head comes off and he puts the gum on, yeah, and he goes oh, and it's backwards. He, and then he, he twists the neck, makes and the bones yeah, yeah. crack, but the bones aren't connected. Yeah, I thought of that. So annoying. <laughs> anyway, oh, I thought of it as like they were sliding up against each other. That's a different me. sound. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> bones cracking is more of yeah. S- I don't snapping know who you're sliding up against. <laughs> also, how could the airplane pilots hear them or like shout out to them as well? Like you damn kids, wizard did it. Lean out yeah. the window and yell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so if you had to rag that segment, what would you rank it? Failure. Failure. I would rag on it. Ooh. I'd give Failure. it a participant because it had a couple of good bits. That's it. Freaks, no geeks. The final in the Treehouse of Horror segments mm-hmm. uh, where basically Mr. Burns has a circus and Homer's marrying Marge, but... Marguerite. Marguerite. But Mo has a ring... And Homer wants the ring, so encourages Marge to, to marry Homer so he can murder Mo. Sorry, and then, and then they get no, no, the no. Ring. So she can, so she marries Mo. So yeah. and then he'll kill Mo. So then he can get. Oh God, I get the asleep. ring, and then he can buy a jalopy. Yeah, I will say off the bat, this one looks great. It's got like a nice kind of desaturated sapia yeah. tone yeah. to it. It looks like a like a or Gears sapia. of War game. There's lots of brown, and that's about the only thing <laughs> yeah. good about it. Yeah, there's um, a lot of visual homages to the movie Freaks from like the 30s or 40s or something. So, yeah, look, I don't know that I liked any material out of this section. The only bit I liked was the see the clown. It's like, guys, I really think we should do something about this Hitler guy. (laughs) (laughs) I also Um, like uh, in the uh, background, there's a joke of uh, see the spineless man and it's Principal Skinner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I liked Homer's song too. 
This is a song that you hear at the circus, sung by a guy that you see at the circus. Although, yeah, one joke that really got on my nerves was, uh, so they do that stupid karaoke joke at the end of the last segment. And it's like, oh, yeah. and now beware the dreaded callback. And it just has that stupid song again. It's like, Mark. Mm. it's like, you yeah. know, this is a bad bit and you're just doing it again because doing fuck, it anyway. Fuck you, watchers. Yeah. You're like, it's not, it doesn't make you more clever for doing it. We just hate yeah. you a little yeah, bit Yeah, because you, you, we now know you that you know. At least before you had the deniability of saying, yeah. at least you thought it was funny. An unfortunate tradition of New Simpsons to stick jokes up their own ass. No, that wasn't my least favourite joke, though. My least favourite was the one that you saw coming from 10 million miles away, which was when Barney, who's the human torso, is making a cookies or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're like a human yeah. snail. And you comic book guy is a human snail. He goes, I resent the implication that human snails are slow. And then... Good go, day. Yeah. It's so dumb. Yeah. And just crawls away and slowly. you kind of feel like the writer's like, get it? Because snails are slow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Die. And it's not a yeah, reference to anything. Like, there was no human snails in freak shows. What the fuck? Uh, uh, there is, if you read uh, Uzumaki which is like a manga by Junji Ito, which is all about spirals. Are you speaking words? Yeah. I don't understand any of those. I I know you may not like manga, but this is really super creepy and it's all about a town that gets taken over by spirals and there's a bit with snail people. Right, right. taken over by spirals. Spirals. It's weird. There's a bit where a a, a woman's face disappears into a spiral into her own head and her eyeball like goes down the drain of her face. It's weird as fuck. What? It's very weird. It's really cool, but yeah. I'm just saying, I feel like I I could take a spiral in a fight, so... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's not the most intimidating. Yeah. So what else did I hate about this section? I hate how uh, Homer explained his stupidly convoluted, stupid plan and then goes, this plan is so elegant in its simplicity. Uh, Yeah. Again, shoving joke up on us. I had a at a JAC, which was um, why would Mr. Burns basically show the audience the entire show for free? They don't need to pay money. Come now. see this thing I'm about to show you. Yeah, <laughs> I will say there is a great Burnsian line where they're having the uh, wedding dinner between Mo and Marguerite, and uh, mm. it, you know they all do their freak thing. That's that m- movie, whatever. And then gooba gaba, gooba gaba. And then Mr. Burns is sitting there goes, "Why are work dinners always so weird?" Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's a decent line. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Everything Mr. Burns is fantastic. Uh, and the only other line I kind of liked, which I wrote down at the wedding uh, party, and Homer's like, "Yes, a very short life or time <laughs> together." And Mo says, "Well, a wedding is no place to worry about threats from the bride's former lover." Yes, <laughs> I thought that was good. That mm. was okay. I do like yeah but when he's explaining the uh, to Marge. I think you should marry Mo. He's a uh, he's gonna die soon. She's like, oh really? What of? Like, oh, I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> that was okay. I like that. Yeah, but I mean overall, like they are scraping the bottom of the barrel. This section, mm-hmm. like it was overwhelmed. It was mostly boring. This one. Yeah. Yeah. At, at least the other ones had a bit of momentum to them. This one just dragged. Weirdly enough, I think this I like this one most of all. Really? Yeah. I probably well, probably like the soyce one best. Yeah, probably more from a visual reference, and at least, even though it had a convoluted, stupid plot, at least it had a plot. Yeah, mm. sure. You know, at least something was happening. There was a mm. beginning, middle, and an end, rather than here are things that happened, walk walk at the end. Yeah, but then, in the end, it just turns into a How I Met Your Mother parody, and Ugh. I smiled, but inside I was thinking, oh, Simpsons, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Also because they're in modern times now, so and that was yep. they mentioned the thirties. They said like that it was the thirties in the yeah. thing. So how old were they supposed to be in this 
Like, that's how I met your mother. Well, I, I mean, that's part of the joke, and I guess that's part of the part of it that makes me smile. But, like, yeah, I still can't help but say, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Even though I kind of found it amusing. I didn't. Mm. <laughs> You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> mm. All it's right. <laughs> it is time for the spooky questionnaire. Oh, God, I'm intimidated <laughs> now. Questionnaire <laughs> about my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never once looked at them. <laughs> <laughs> I have smoked a million <laughs> cigarettes and not once have you looked at my boobs. <laughs> the Sheridan Mori story. Part two. Part two. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to part three. I'm assuming it's a trilogy now. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> to be. I don't want to force anything. But, you know. mm. we'll, get, we'll get to it when it comes up hilariously. <laughs> exactly. Uh, play count. How many times do you think you've seen this tree, House of Horror? Big fat duck egg. Ditto. Once sober, once really fucked up and now. Yeah, I've seen it three times. Once on my own accord, once for the pi- unaired pilot episode, and once now, and hopefully it'll be the last. Did this feel like a treehouse of horror? Not really, if you ask mm, me. No. No, the intro yeah. sequence did. Yeah, the intro sequence was bang on. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I appreciate they're kind of running out of horror tropes to run with. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, they do want to expand out into Harry Potter, yada, 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 whatever else. But just the fact that Okay, fine. That's the you set up, but then do something with it, and then you know, I I think I could disagree with that. Maybe mm. they're running out of tropes, but yeah. they could just make it parodies of recent kind of horror films, even. Yeah. And there's plenty of new concepts. Like, I mean, I know maybe horror isn't like at its peak, but there's still things that they could use. I mean, Sharknado. <laughs> hey, there yeah. you go. Wasn't it follows? came out about this time like things yeah. like that there would have been indie or other kind of horror movies I don't that know they how the used. Simpsons are gonna incorporate Do a monster follows? that fucks people to death <laughs> I was disappointed by the complete lack of horror mm. yeah um, not even any gore really like no Bart's gore. head gets and Lisa's head gets chopped off multiple times yeah yep. apart from it's maybe the Burns chicken being chopped up that was the that was more thing uncomfortably that weird not really yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. All the um, fat in the hat murdering stuff was uncomfortably weird. Yeah. And Killing and skinning Mo. Yeah. Yeah. I was also disappointed by the lack of Kang and Kodos, even yep. though they Oh my God, once. I didn't even realise that. Yeah, yeah. They're the best part about Treehouse of Horror, honestly. And they were scared of the dark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How cute. Yeah. So we don't ask wackiness and heart in this one because that doesn't really count i guess but did it work as a horror no uh, i feel like this is the same point as yeah we i think we've all agreed not not on this one how did it work as a parody terribly uh look I, I won't be that slack the fat in the hat you know it, yeah visually yeah. rhythmically sure yeah i suppose in that sense it was a su- successful parody it just wasn't very good no, it just overall wasn't gut-bustingly funny. No, or funny at all. Which Treehouse of Horrors should be? Funny or scary? Yeah, yeah, ideally both, but this was neither. All right, so yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Please, God, no. I really have no need to watch it again. Yeah, I got no motivation. No. Unless it's to like talk to the writers from American Horror Story and go, did you just rip off this entire episode? Because they have someone with two heads and they have a freak <laughs> show and it's in the same season. I think they did. Hmm. You have a lot to answer for for your shitty, shitty show that I can't, that I hate watch. <laughs> did you Did you Google on the Simpsons Index? I uh, know I did. Yeah, uh, so it definitely came out after this. Okay, all right, because that was 2015. This came out. What was it? 2013. Yeah, so they it, this definitely oh, uh, well, definitely good. came after. Yep. So let's rank this thing. Agreed. In a spooky manner. 
Agreed. <laughs> so on the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. Or maybe if the episode was meh, you give it a participant, and the good rankings, bronze, silver, gold, but for the best of the very best episodes, we call cubic zirconias. And I'm going to go first, let me show you how it's done. I am giving this a participant. It actually, it might have been a bronze had of... Um, one, the last segment being stronger and the material from the first two being stronger, but I'll, uh, overall I can only give it a participant. If it had been better, it would have got a better rank. Yep. Essentially. <laughs> 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 it's the truest thing in the world, yeah. All right. BT, take it away. I'm also participating in this one because I, I didn't, there was nothing to get upset or angry or annoyed at. It's just kind of, yep. and then your life is gone and you're a little bit older. <laughs> and that's the true horror. Yeah. <laughs> the horrors of aging. Yeah. <laughs> Behold. Yeah. The no. ravages of age. Crazy. You have never wow. been as old as you yeah. are right now. I know. Mm. But don't worry, I'll be older later. The only thing that can defeat me is oil of Olay. <laughs> 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 I knew you had a weakness somewhere. <laughs> Sheridan, what would you like to rank it? Patissophalia. You can't do that. <laughs> Says who? I just did. <laughs> Failure. All right. Why? Because to me, it wasn't a treehouse of horror. Mm. That's fair. And that's what we're ranking this based on. So, oh, that's good fail. Point. Yep. Fair enough. J Fro. It's. It wasn't so awful that I'm like, I hate it so much. I mm-hmm. just. Ugh. Um, so I'm going to give it, in a spooky manner, participants, participants all over me. <laughs> <laughs> participants in your eyes, Johnson. Participants in my eyes, Johnson. There's so many. I don't know if this is a good price or not. Um, <laughs> I hope this microwave is all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to be clear. When I say failure, I don't mean me screaming about Lady Gaga for half an hour failure, but it's still a failure. Oh, no, okay. sure. There, there, there are, you know, shades within yeah. the uh, the rankings. There are yeah. a lot of reasons you can fail something. I know, generally speaking, I say if it's boring, I just give it but sometimes it is so boring i get yeah. a- i get angry exactly mm. well i like and the point uh, that you just made earlier which is basically it wasn't scary and it wasn't funny mm. it has to be one or the other or both and yeah. it was none so that's why i'm failing it yeah uh jordan anything else you'd well, love to say yeah, about no, it episode? just it just wasn't uh offensive enough for me to kind of just tip it over into failure sure. it was just a kind of a move on and yep. Then. yep. All right, cool. Well, that does it with our HD Treehouse of Horror tonight. And now we are going back to season 18 to watch Treehouse of Horror 17. Nice. House of Horror 17. <laughs> what Settle a delight down. that was. <laughs> that was funny. Um, season 18, episode 4, first aired in November 2006. Um, guys, what did you think? Better. Yeah, Too much way better. better. So much better than the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that last one pr- probably bumped this one up a whole ranking grade. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, shitty episode. <laughs> you're all right, but also you're not. Yeah. But it's weird. I never thought I would like... A late teens episode mm. as much, but I, I'm wondering if it's just by comparison. Yeah, there are some surprises mm. in seasons 18 and 19, I've found, mm. right after they sort of end production on the movie. Mm-hmm. Coincidence? I think not. 
Oh, and I all the good so. riders come back or something. Yeah, because their teams were divided between seasons right. 15 and 18. Anyway, I've gone on about that a lot on this podcast. We have. Anyway, so going through the three segments, uh, at first uh, off there was there was an intro gag with like a Tales of the Crypt style intro mm. sequence. Yeah, looked pretty nice. That was a well-realized parody. And you, mm. get the, you get some good jokes at the end when they uh, close Mo into an Iron Maiden and his blood yeah. leaks yeah. out <laughs> and makes letters. He goes, hey, look at my blood. So smart with the Roman numerals and everything. Yeah, my blood's a genius. <laughs> yes, yeah. Great, I liked it. I, and I liked all the Mo material and him going, no, this the right nipple feels a little dull and Smithers just smacks Bam. it. But I don't really remember the banter between Smithers and Burns. I don't think I liked it. Uh, no, it, was, it wasn't uh, No, he uh, made a... Master of Scaramonies. Oh, that's right. And Smithers like does a, oh, you made a pun. So the first segment was Married to the Blob, a parody of the Blob, I believe. I believe you're right. Yes. Mm. I don't know. Uh, it's... Probably the most middle segment out of this Treehouse of Horror, I thought. That's probably mm. fair. So Comet crashes in the Simpsons' backyard, O'Homer eats a mysterious goop from it and becomes blob-like. Yeah, and it was disgusting him uh, trying to eat the blob and the blob coming out of his face. Mm. I thought it looked great. And yeah. then sucking up all the goo from all the yeah. various orifices. <laughs> in his yeah. face, like snorting it back in. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was the kind of thing where, because they pushed it like three times, it yeah. got to be funny. The, if they'd done it, it once, it would have annoyed me, but that yeah. they pushed it a few times. It, it actually, kept getting worse Yeah, it was worse. like a really kind of... Almost like a body horror kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But and then, I love his line, uh, if you can keep to, if I can keep down Arby's, I can keep down this. Yeah. <laughs> Take that Ouch. Arby's. <laughs> like I've never eaten Arby's, but I know of them because of how much they get mocked in. Oh, <laughs> and also yeah. the, just the advertising in America. Every second ad is an Arby's ad. Yeah, it's oh, like, that's right. And it's always like at Arby's, we got all the meat and we put meat on this meat, and then you get the meat and you eat the meat. Do you want meat? We got it at Arby's. Arby's, <laughs> we have the meats. Yeah, that's and we cover right. everything with big. Plastic cheese. Oh, I, those were some I, loose bees. I know that you were like kind of joking, but yeah. I'm pretty sure no, one yeah. of their tokens is we have the we meat. We have the meat. Yes, yeah. we have the meat at the end of the yeah. episode. Literally their um, slogan. Yeah. Someone once compared, uh, made a picture of like, Arby's sandwiches look like vaginas because the oh, roast beef wow. and I've never been able to unsee an Arby's sandwich. I've never been able to look at a vagina <laughs> again. That's a line in a Garfunkel and Oates song. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, they're talking about uh, being bicurious and trying to go down on a girl and um, freaking <laughs> out. Yeah, that it looks like a rolled up beef and cheddar from Arby's in the oh. trash can. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's a great song. I think it's called The College Try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. They, yeah, they do that really well, actually. Like, I'm thinking of the Poopole Loophole as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, another yeah, one. Yep. Where it's all sweet and lovely. Yeah, God's Loophole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck him in the ass because I love Jesus. Yeah. So good. Wow. <laughs> do you know Garfunkel and no. Oates? No. Check them out, man. They're on Netflix. I and don't shit. want to anymore no, did you they're great did you ever okay. watch scrubs yes you know uh, ted's girlfriend yeah, know is one exactly of them exactly yeah, 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 yeah. Kate yeah. Yep. all this is much funnier with a proper lead up so yep. just okay. having the most disgusting line said to you is not quite the same so back to this uh so the blob takes over Homer and he becomes an unstoppable eating machine. Yes. Yep. And I love it when he's in the kitchen eating all the food and he literally eats all the mustard in the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing he eats. Nicely yeah. pointed so out, perfect. Beach. I know, it was too good. Because he just drains the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Tries to eat, but... Yeah. Yep. So yeah, that kicks off the whole cannibalism aspect. And now... I wanted to rewrite this joke because uh, you see the cat sort of popping out of his stomach and Marge is like, did you eat the cat? And then he's like, uh, uh, no, and then starts bashing it. I think the joke should have been, 
Homer, did you eat the cat? And he goes, I ate a cat. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, that's that much better. better. I was also uncomfortable watching him bash a cat that was in his own stomach. Yeah, weird. and then it falls limp, but still lying like yeah. out of his own skin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's already being digested, but still. Mm. Yep. Well, no, 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 it wasn't Not because you, well, you see, you see people getting digested later in the episode yeah. where they suddenly just break into a million when parts he's gone and dissolve. Full blob. Yeah, I didn't like it, but I also liked it more because it was more Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, and it was yes. like uncomfortable and, and a bit. Ugh. It was taking off a horror movie. I, I assume I've never yeah, seen the, the blob. blob. It's from like the forties. No one's. But the blob seen is it. is it's not like a person turns into the blob. It's yeah. just like it's a just sen- a blob. unsentient. Yeah. Mm. Well, it mm. ma- uh, makes sense then. Yeah. That they tie Homer into it like this. Have you ever heard the um uh, like the movie tagline "Run, don't walk"? That actually comes from the blob. Oh mm. really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from awesome. the blob. Was that the one? Oh no, that was. I was about to say, was that the one where they shocked people in their seat? That was a different movie, I think. I think it's different. Oh really? Yeah. There were movies, yeah, where they used to give you a little electric shock in the th- in the theatre. Because you could do that in the thirties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they do. Then home runs outside and sees is like trying to resist the temptation to eat people, but then sees a bunch of teens and then yeah. he's like, no, I won't teenagers. eat. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I won't. They're like barbecue sauce fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids breaking out into a barbecue sauce yeah. fight was just hilarious. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so naturally Homer can't resist anymore. Mm. Squeaky voice teen fell in the fire, stewing in his own juices, <laughs> and eats him and says, mm, "Extra virgin." <laughs> yeah, mm. <laughs> yes, I, that's right. Actually, I did like the uh, tell people I died kissing a girl. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, that whole sequence was Blub pro- is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That whole um, sequence was probably my favourite part of this segment, followed up by something that just makes me cringe, which is the I like big butts parody. Yeah. I liked it at first. And then, yeah. But then the words got lame in the second bit. Started off well, I think. I can't quite remember what it said. It was just a montage of him just eating people. Specifically eating fat people. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hawaiian shirt store. (laughs) Yeah. Look, I don't know if this is first, but it feels like the fifth time I've seen Sir Mix-a-Lot himself a guest on an episode of something that's doing a Baby Got Back parody. Yeah. Mm. And To be fair, how else does he make his money these days, honestly? We'll give him $50 if he comes on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot, guest on our podcast. I would like to talk about 50-foot Lenny. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I actually really like that. <laughs> that was a good interjection. He was yeah. excellent. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, everyone's looking at Homer. <laughs> yeah. Not only being attacked by a blob, <laughs> a fifty foot, <laughs> and, and it's like uh, I'm, I'm looking at you, lady. Oh, thanks, Invisible Carl. Yeah, <laughs> and, cute. And so yeah, as Homer evolves and like he becomes green and stuff, I love all the animation around him. Yeah, yeah. he starts getting um like sloppy. I yeah, can't yeah. think of the term, but yeah. he like oh, gelatinous semi liquid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's turning into a horrible gelatinous blob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do like that with that quote with the Germans. Like, what did we Germans do to deserve this? Uh, I didn't oh, like yeah. that one. <laughs> it's weird. If they had just left it at what do we do to deserve this and then they dissolved, I would have hated it. But because they added on the, oh, right. Yeah. I, li- I hated it less. It's mm. interesting. I don't know why that works that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, ju- I just didn't like it. It's. Like it makes me look at my watch and I'm like, what year is this? Yeah. <laughs> Funny you say, like, what year is it? Uh, what year did this come out? 2006. Okay. Was Dr. Phil still famous then? Yeah. He's okay. always going to be famous. I just, yeah. Like, where was is was that his like Nadir? I feel What's like 11 years one? ago he was probably pretty pretty big, pretty popular. Okay. Yeah. I think that was around the time that it was starting to spread the rumor that he was going to replace Oprah like permanently. Yeah. When I was 19, uh, that's when I bought Dr. Phil's book. 
and I was binging out on a lot of Dr. Phil back then. Oh, really? Uh, so what? That, what oh, went, 11, what 12 years ago. What went wrong in your life? You've just changed one binge for another. Yeah. <laughs> now, no matter how flat you make a pancake, it's still got two sides. <laughs> I got more folksy wisdom for you later. <laughs> oh um, so, yeah, that was when I was 19. Yeah, 12 years ago. Okay. So. Yeah, Dr. Phil would have yeah been out of, around his apex then. Mm-hmm. I think you're old like dirt. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the bad lip reading of the inauguration. Oh, right. <laughs> you want to be me? think you're old like dirt. <laughs> I well, like your nail polish, but not, not too, too much. much. <laughs> bad lip reading should do a Dr. Phil episode. Oh, yeah. But yeah, all this was very cringe-worthy. It was all just all of Dr. Phil's sayings just condensed into a half minute. It wasn't actually cameo. Dr. Phil voicing it, was it? Yep. <laughs> was it? It was actually Sir Mix a lot. It was actually Dr. Phil wow. and those are two out of the five guest stars for this episode. Star started blobby bonanza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, then he eats Dr. Phil and says it tastes like Jeffrey Tambor. What a very weird, obscure Yeah, like, who's Jeffrey Tambor? He's he's the dad in Arrested Development. Oh. And transparent. Well he's oh. the transparent. Mom. He, yeah, he is the transparent. Okay. I think it's just a it's a looks yeah. reference. Yeah, so I hated the ending for this episode as yeah. well, where yeah. they get Homer to be useful to the community by eating homeless people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We skipped over Dr. Phil going, uh, you need to help me help them help <laughs> you help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was good. That was yeah. good, yeah. I was surprised that he would come on to, like, to completely take the piss out of himself like this when... His job requires him to be taken so seriously. Mm. Do you think yeah. people on his show really take him seriously, though? They must. I think the people on the show do. Probably. The people watching, not necessarily. Yeah. Look, uh, look around this know. time, Dr. Phil was doing his whole uh, Dr. Phil's weight loss challenge, and mm. uh, really it became a big part of his product. Mm. Mm. Um, so, if anything, I think this would, appearance would have helped him affirm the message or something. I guess. Mm. If you're going to be a 40-pound acidic blob, you at least got to be happy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and, but yeah, and these days he's just making way for um, 13-year-olds to become horrible, horrible memes. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, that yes. was recently, wasn't it? What was that? It, it was. They Cash Me Outside. Cash Me Outside. How about that? <laughs> Uh, There's footage on the internet now of her getting beaten up she outside. She got fucking bad. Did someone catch her outside? I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was like, how about that? Yeah, <laughs> someone called her outside. Yeah. That's really quite sad, actually. Yeah, no, it, it is. It really I, is. I, I couldn't watch it. I went, no, I won't click on that. No, it's, uh, someone was like chasing after her and managed to land a few good shots, got her on the ground, and then just kept continuously uh, pummeling Jesus. her. It was like those downward fist strikes oh, as well. Yeah. Uh. Like the UFC hits. Yeah. Like why like, though? Just for the meme? No, I think there was a genuine disagreement there. Okay. I think she looks like the kind of person that might Would have been in a, a lot fight before. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, even a fucking Nazi only got punched once in the <laughs> face. If you had to rank that section just quickly, what would you rank it? I'd say oh, yeah. silver maybe. If it wasn't for the ending, I'd yeah. be more definitive. But I'm going to say bronze. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, likewise. Bronze, yeah, silver bronze. to stretch. I'm happy with bronze. Yep. All right. So the next section, I didn't catch the name again. Gotta know when to golem. Yeah. I hated this. Really? Yeah. I didn't mind it. It wasn't good. But yeah, I thought it was okay. It was yeah. pretty painful. Like, again, this felt like whiteboard writing on The Simpsons part. It's like, oh, we've got a Jewish, Jewish golem. Jewish Yeah. Mm. Oh, let's like mention they... Meshuggahners. 
I liked I liked that they they kind of zero 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 one zero 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 one one zero. Are you going to write in binary? Yeah, they do. Um, have you ever seen that? The gent guitar? No. It's just got one fret, so you can zero 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 one zero zero. I like it. I like that they had the like the they got the mythos of the golem correct. Like you know they didn't like Simpsons it up or anything. Um, yeah, I, I kind of like that they, they paid attention to that and kind of, you know, yep. talked about, you know. So, quick run through. Uh, Bart finds Krusty has the Golem of Prague in his props department and commands it for himself and hilarity ensues. Yep, yep pretty much. Um, Except uh, a twist that when the Golem is allowed to speak, it turns into like a kind of a Jewish stereotype. An erotic Jewish yeah, stereotype. Yeah. Played by Richard Lewis. Um, Probably like, yeah, one of the most famous Jews yeah, Jewish comedians. comedians. The man in black. Yeah. The man who claims he coined the term the blank from hell. That's a uh, big yes. claim. Yeah. yeah. Like, really? You, like, he would have to be ancient for that. But it's like, it's it's a metaphor. I reckon you could probably lay claim to owning, creating the phrase, that's all the mustard in the house. You could. You I can. have. Yeah. <laughs> and I did you, and you, have. You owe me $5. Oh, shit. <laughs> don't, Sheridan, don't say... I smoked a million cigarettes and you never looked at my tits. <laughs> That's all the mayo I could find. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking parallel import jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the last bottle of ketchup in the fridge. Yes, there you go. Um, so let's talk about what we liked and didn't like. I didn't like Krusty's whole, oh, I'm going to need a shoebox of cocaine to get through this night. This really? Oh, uh, with the desperate house flies. Ugh. Um, That's just so terrible. I do actually kind of yeah, like yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> buzz, buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I um. I didn't mind it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, the thing I find is whenever they have any kind of focus on Krusty's Jewishness, mm-hmm. they yeah. I feel like they make him do more like slang, Yiddish slang, a little oh, more. Because he, oh, yeah. he, he said, he uh, said, yeah, a shoebox full blow to get through this dreck. And you know, there's a bunch yeah, of other things true. that the golem says too, which is mm-hmm. a lot. And I know that I have a like a kind of a problem with it, but it just seems kind of lazy. That's all. I know. I gotta say, I, I feel like um, desperate house flies is something Krusty would do. Like, it's, it's, oh yeah, it's that. in the same vein as our N- uh, my, our parody of Mad About You entitled Mad About Shoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're not gonna like our NYPD shoe bit. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> and there's precedent in there. I feel like this is something they'd go with. I did Fair like enough. I did like how the very start of the episode kind of preempted the whole HD. Yeah. Praise the whole HD TV. Mm. Yeah, look at your hero now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot all about that. Mm. Um, Considering 2006 was not a very HD era, I don't think. Oh, this would be when not it was quite. just starting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, good point. So, talking about lazy writing, though, the whole line about no, I didn't say to kick Homer's walls. Even the delivery was yeah. Was I didn't say man. You can't <laughs> see. Beach's arms akimbo. Yeah, as he says this. <laughs> oh, they are so very akimbo. <laughs> I was trying to think of what the word for that yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, shucksing. Um, balls, and then, balls, 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 balls. But then, like, yeah, the 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 golem starts speaking, and he just comes out with every like uh, stereotype he can find. Stereotype. It, yeah, it felt so lazy. Yeah. Just, hey, I said my sugar, isn't it funny? <laughs> I think that was sort of the point, though. 
It wasn't supposed to be laugh out loud funny. He it was, was meant, yeah. The character was meant to be annoying, and yeah. the Simpsons were getting annoyed at him. But then that felt terrible because they're getting annoyed at a Jewish person for being Jewish. But yeah, well, the other thing is because the the, the Gollum quotation says, marks. Yeah, the Gollum says uh, Jewish humor. Am I right? Like as if it's a bad thing. When a lot of the best comedy writers, I mean, this is personal preference, a lot of the best comedy writers are Jewish or have Jewish mm. ancestry. Like, the thing I always come back to is the roasts, like the Comedy Central roasts, and like the James Franco roast for me has been like way above any other roast because they had like full panel of Jewish comedians basically just ripping into each other. Wow, mm. Sandberg Hill, seen Rogan. It. Yeah. Wow, you're right. Um, <laughs> what's his name from uh, Nick Kroll? Oh um, my god, he's excellent. Yeah, like they had everyone. Hater, mm. everyone. Anyway. Hater's not Jewish. Yeah, but I just assume he is. Jokes I liked. I liked Homer's um I've got a request. <laughs> Open pickle job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the screen goes dark around. Yeah. <laughs> and it's even written in like almost comic sansian writing. It's yeah. a very playful joke. Yeah. I liked when he came home plastered from Moe's. And he was oh, like, yeah. I have to tell you something, Father the Son. <laughs> I passed out on your turtle and killed it. But you'll thank me one day. <laughs> yeah. I like how your drunk Homer is almost the same as your Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, it yeah. was tremendous. Um, I do also like, it's one, again, one of those jokes that gets saved by uh, continued by a line, which is um, yeah. when, you know, Krusty's show finishes and Milhouse's like, okay, Bart, you want to go? He's like, no, nah, I want to go backstage and complain. My Krusty alarm clock just squirts acid on you and then... Okay, what shouldn't work is then he then hits it and squirts acid on Millhouse. Yeah. What's then saves it? Millhouse goes, "Ah, you already showed me." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there was another decent Millhouse bit as well, where Bart was like, "Oh wow, I got a, a person that'll do anything for me." Millhouse goes, "I shaved my head just like you wanted." He's like, "Go away, yes, master." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thrill house. Um, um, I, I was going to say uh, words that you've learned. On The Simpsons. Bifurcated. Bifurcated. (laughs) I I was thinking about, hmm, nice. Only saving grace of that bit. Hated everything about it. Him doing a yo-yo with Skinner and... (laughs) Skinner! Just let him kill you already. Hated Chalmers going, Skinner! I wish I got to know you better. Yeah. And then the willy and then the... But Uh, the bit in the middle of the... Hey, I may be bifurcated... But I still have feelings. Oh, I still yeah. heal here. Yeah, that was good. But then, yeah, the rest was horrible. Yeah. I do like Willie's line of, you'll make better mulch than man. I miss that line. That is a good Willie yeah. line. Oh, it's a good Willie. <laughs> Ock. I liked when uh, the golem kills the bullies and then the newspaper headline says, nerds, dorks, cautiously rejoice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although they've kind of done that joke before. They have, I think, yeah. With the... um. This channel's funding away from, you know, arts <laughs> yeah, projects yeah. and stuff. Uh, goes, yes. Hey, let's get them. <laughs> and then it says, yeah, nerds badly beaten. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here comes my least favorite part of the episode and where I hated everything until uh, the end. Is when Fran Drescher Don't comes on. Don't be mad set. about I love Fran. Fran. Fuck, Fran. Fuck Fran Drescher. What did Fran Drescher do to you? She made the fucking nanny. What did okay. the nanny I do to you? I love the nanny. Okay. Uh, Elliot, I, Elliot, serious question. Who put a gun to your head and made you watch it? Yeah, true. Channel 10. Okay. Back when there were only three channels. We're going to go sue Channel 10 because they cannot <laughs> do that. They cannot put a gun to a 12-year-old boy's head and force him to watch the nanny. That is ridiculous. I'll represent you in court. Let's go. What are we doing? We're going to be podcasting for. I don't know if I've told you. You know the backstory about Fran Drescher and the nanny though, right? <sighs> Um, Don't sing the theme song, please. No, no, no. I'm going to say, no, you know, no, 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 not about the story, but you know about the story of Fran Drescher and how she came to make the nanny. 
She was in a good movie called Spinal Tap, and I don't give no. a fuck what happened afterwards. No, oh, what wow. What I'm happened? about to make you feel really bad. Yeah. Fran Drescher was in Spinal Tap. Back. You're right. Then she was living in New York in her apartment with another thing. Someone she broke in. Oh, yeah. Someone broke Someone broken into her apartment, tied her up, and, and raped her and beat her. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. And she was out of action for a long time, and The Nanny was like one of her first shows back after kind of you know, having a lot of therapy and, and, and getting back in the hang of, you know, being outside and around mm. people. I had so never heard that before. I don't like the nanny, but I respect her for doing it. Far out. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, You know, it's absolutely commendable for someone to go through that and, yeah, have mm. such great success as she did. But, you know, I'm just not a fan of canned laughter sitcoms just no, on the whole. <laughs> like, and, and the nanny is one of the perpetrators of some of the worst tackiest humour that I ever saw in the 90s. What about Seinfeld? That's one of the best fucking things ever created. Yeah, and you said laughter. God laughter. Mm. I also Are said generally. No, okay. <laughs> Do you think the nanny, in your opinion, is worse than something like Modern Family? I love the first three seasons of Modern Family. Seriously? Mm. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. It's not bad. Ew. Yeah, it's really intelligently written television in the first three no. seasons. It does turn into a shitty sitcom after season yeah. four, though. No, oh, it's mm. awful. Start to finish, awful. Seriously? It's got, like, one of the strongest pilots of any show I've ever seen. It's almost on Big Bang Theory bad level no. for me. Oh, wow. Really that was a fight. big call. New seasons of Modern Family, yes. Not the old seasons. Sorry, anyway, we've probably gone on with this a bit too long. Whatever. <laughs> so, diverse opinions on sitcoms. Mm. Um, Index. But look, quick, quick, quick. <laughs> can you tell me any of the Fran Drescher bits that were given here that were good? Uh, the immediate reveal of her voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was excellent. When they uh, make a Play Doh Lady Golem for Man Golem and they make her live, and she's, you know, there's a shiny wow. music moment. Then, yeah. yeah, and she she put that like she's put that on. Yeah, oh like, yeah, total That's not her natural voice. Yeah, well, no, it isn't. We know that, right? Mm. So it's good. Oh yeah, no one is more self aware of her shtick than her. Yeah, yeah. The, the the wedding bit, I yeah, mine. It's pan fried. <laughs> yeah, case dropped. Fine. Okay, that was a good joke. Yeah. All right. Well, I really yeah. want a latke bar. You really don't want to like it, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. If I had to rank this segment, I'd give it a participant. How about you guys? Bronze to silver. Okay. I'm on a Patissa bronze. All right. I'm going to give it a bronze. Oh, wait. We did miss the joke where, okay, it's showing like uh, the golem being made in Prague and then shooting all the uh, oh, all yeah. the riot uh, people there for the Jewish man, the rabbi and with torches and pitchforks and just shoots them all like uh, Old West style. Yeah. yeah. And then the- it kind of transitions to Krusty who's uh, getting heckled. The column just comes out and shoots them all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it's, again, it's one of those things that shouldn't work, but I do like that you're not just not expecting it. That's why <laughs> yeah. it's funny. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that uh, does it for um, the more you golem, the less you mashugana. What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta know when to golem. Yeah. Uh, right. Kenny Rogers. And we move to the day the earth looked stupid. Yeah. A War of the Worlds parody. And unintended theme. A third act being all sepia toned and making a Hitler joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Is that the playlist? <laughs> Before you ask us later. I don't think the uh, other episode ties into it at all, but we'll, we'll see. Find out. Yeah. But I do like that they're self-referential about the sepia tone yeah, as well. Yeah. Like they do actually mention like, I love how everything's, you know, sepia. And yeah, it makes me feel all nostalgic. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, th- this bit was mostly good, I thought. Yeah. I thought it faltered at the end yeah, a bit. It, yeah. it didn't know how to stick the landing. Um, everything else worked pretty well. So, uh, Springfield is in the 1940s or 30s or whatever, and uh, all of a sudden they hear on the radio they're being invaded by Martians. But wait a second. Cylinders. It's the Orson yeah. Welles bit yeah. doing World of the War. Featuring our... World of the Wars. World of the Wars. (laughs) (laughs) A whole world of war. Wells of the Orson. Uh, Why do you keep calling it the first world (laughs) (laughs) war? You'll see. You'll see. I think also at the start, when they're panning in and showing that it's early, I'm pretty sure that was Gloomy Sunday playing... It was? Okay, yeah. good. Billy Holiday, right? Yeah, yeah Billy Holiday's Gloomy Sunday. Also known the as the Hungarian Suicide yeah, Song. Yeah, record number of suicides. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, you didn't know that? They no. banned it in Hungary. Um, yeah, a record number of people were committing suicide with the song playing on oh, the right. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. And if you played it backwards, it was a recipe for fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who likes in fruitcake? In hell. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> First, take one cup of flour in hell <laughs> and mix it with an egg. No, no. In hell. In now mix, hell? Your, mix your batter together and cook it in hell. <laughs> <laughs> now you want your hell at about 400 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your Did we just fruit- think of the same joke at the same time? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Enjoy your <laughs> fruitcake like- for all eternity. <laughs> in hell. <laughs> I don't know what I'm imagining, like in an infomercial, like a in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to hell. There's fruit cake. <laughs> no, it's the worst kind of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Cook for all eternity. <laughs> it's gonna be dry and crumbly. Oh. <laughs> it's dry. No. There's no milk in hell. <laughs> That's all the custard in the house. In hell. In hell. It's all the custard in the abode. All right. So bring it back to the episode. Um, so Maurice LaMarche playing Orson Welles, doing his Orson Welles impression was yeah. fucking uh, spot on. Yeah, yeah it was, was um, pretty good. I like it. I am a massive, massive fan of Maurice LaMarche. Yeah. You may know him from uh, doing various voices on Futurama as well as being the brain from Pinky and... Oh, oh, yeah, mm. he too. The same thing we do every night. Sorry. Come to think, of, I'm pretty sure the Pinky in the Brain episode where he does play Orson Welles. Oh, really? So, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Animaniacs was like oddly educational. Yeah, mm. no, they had some uh, some very interesting references there. Yeah, mm. um, and I love uh, all the folly jokes oh, with yeah. Maurice. Ma- oh, it's a bunch of horses, and now yeah. it, it, horses in the rain. <laughs> Wait, where's that sound effect? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and then they're like, and now it's oh, now they're bowling near the White House, and <laughs> it just holds up. Screw you! <laughs> Fantastic jokes. Yeah. And then yeah, he's the, doing the oh well, I'm just a, sure it's a silly prank, and all the people will just get a little chuckle out of this. Chaos in series. Yeah, yeah. Chaos, yeah. Chaos and rioting and looting in Springfield. Homer's just and shooting people, firing bullets into the air wildly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Earth's yep. closest neighbor, Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mars. That was pretty funny. But there was another police Wiggum and Lou thing here, which I hated. Oh, send oh, the yeah. car into the lake. Oh, did you get my sweater? Uh, no, Chief. So, so lame. I don't know why they put so much stock into it. It is weird they do this so much. I hadn't noticed until we brought it up and overanalyzed it, but it's, yeah. it's definitely a thing that's happening. Do you reckon there's like one writer who's on staff? Who just loves like Lou and Wiggum jokes, 
and they're like, oh, fine, we'll put one in this episode. That's <laughs> all you get, all right? Well, look, yeah. this is a thing where, like, because Simpsons back in the day used to have a lot of writing meetings, a lot of table reads. These days, they don't. And oh. I think they're actually writing for the one table read that they have where Hank Azaria probably looks pretty funny going back and forth with himself. That with would Wyndham be really entertaining, yeah. Mm. And I think watching one person do that, but... Hilarious. Yeah, uh, but, um, I don't like on it screen, No, it doesn't work. Um, mm. And the Barney, hey, I'm Irish. Wait, I'm Polish. That was dumb. Was very derpy as well. Mm. But uh, uh, Big Band Stu, that Big was Band. fucking hilarious. <laughs> like yeah. Big Band Stu, his little pocket watch swinging yeah. it around. Big Band Stu, that's his, a 23 skidoo. <laughs> in his um, zoot suit. Yeah. yeah. So this is where the episode sort of falls apart for me. Yeah. Where, um, so it, I, I'm not that familiar with War of the Worlds. Did this actually happen? Were people pretending to be animals? They didn't pretend mm. to be animals. Um, apparently, some people did. Well, it's reported the the famous story is people did believe they were actually being invaded by yeah. Mars. I've heard that's not actually true, and it's highly exaggerated. But uh, who the hell knows what's true anymore with our modern ideas and products? So I think it's an alternative truth. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the earliest known examples of fake news. Mm. Yeah. Wow, it was sad. Too. Tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> so we do quickly have Quimby have the great line. He's like, we have nothing to fear, but these invading aliens, they're inv- incredibly advanced technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. then uh, Marge has the great idea of like, hey, the aliens are only killing people. Let's all act like animals. And Mel is like, remove your clothes and wallow in filth. Yeah. So, <laughs> There's another like, sometimes they <laughs> lean on Sideshow Mel's. A delivery too much, but this is one of those moments yeah. where it's going, oh, wow, that I, I, yeah. I, I, I tickles think it me just right because it's the only thing he says, but I think it works really well when he's, yeah, yeah. where the hell was Lisa? I don't know. She rocks up. She just rocks up back from a yeah. school trip. The entire town is wallowing in filth, and she's the only one who just shows up. It's like, where were you? But I like how <laughs> she's got her books like with a belt wrapped yeah, around yeah, yeah. them, like yeah, old the classic school, old timey book. And it's like, you know, that thing. was just a joke, right? Like, yeah. Moo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Homer going <laughs> moo with a question mark at the end. That was right. Yep. And um, then Kang Kodos decided that was like the perfect time. Yeah. To and I do like they've got the little uh, bus uh, changing thing and they wind the thing. It changes <laughs> yeah. from casual observer to attack. <laughs> yeah. That's just one of those jokes like in Futurama where it's such advanced technology, but it's operated with the most old school of uh, means. <laughs> That's right. Like, yeah. 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 Really. really. That, I think that was the last good joke on this because then the aliens actually show up and Orson Welles is like, people, I'm telling you, this is a real invasion. They're like, yeah, sure, it is Orson. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. To me, that didn't need to happen no it was a, they obviously had run out of material for, and they were just like what do we do now yeah because then it feels like Kang and Kodos uh, like that must have been the voice actor just improvising with himself I don't know about these humans they don't seem to blah 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 and uh, yeah well I was going to say quickly before that they definitely didn't need to do the stupid nosebud joke oh that's yeah, right yeah. I'll punch uh, you in the nose bud nosebud yeah. that might make an interesting movie now yeah. to- what a stretch right Mm. Like, it would have only just worked a little bit more if he tried to hand him a rose. <laughs> like, yeah. here's yeah. a rose, bud. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty dumb. Yeah, almost. I I and then at the at the very end, I just felt like, oh, this is the same reason why I hated. I didn't like Elysium for the same same reason. <laughs> at the end of this episode, it was just like shaking you by the shoulders. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's yeah. right. Because Kang and Kodos go into this whole rant, and it's yeah. an obvious parallel to what happened in the um, in like Iraq, Afghanistan, Iraq, or, Iraq and, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were building weapons of mass disintegration. Yeah. Get it? 
Do you get it? Uh, Do you <laughs> get it? And look, I hold a lot of resentment for The Simpsons, who at that this time uh, back in the early aughts, like should have been making way more um, open statements about George Bush and what he was doing to the country at the time because they certainly didn't fucking shy away from having digs at Clinton back in the classic years and they were really just backing off for it for whatever reason must have been a Fox thing and yeah for then Um, this to be what they come out with was so fucking well Fox are big uh, supporters of the Republican Party what was Clinton was he a Democrat he was a Democrat There you go. Because well, I wasn't Bush. But the Simpsons, Republican. we've talked about this before. The Simpsons have always been fairly even-handed in yeah. the sense that their opinion that they put through on the show is they're both shit. Oh, yeah. no, no. But I'm saying Fox are going to maybe discourage. Well, you, yeah, but you'd look, think so. But then like the Simpsons have yeah. also never shied away from making fun of Fox. So yeah, I don't see knows. why they would then. That, that's true. And also at this time, this is when Family Guy was getting popular and they were pretty overtly liberal. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Have they ever made fun of Rupert Murdoch himself? Yes. In the episode that Rupert Murdoch appeared. Oh, yeah, really? That's okay. right. Well, not terribly. Yeah. They call him a billionaire tyrant. He calls him a billionaire tyrant. Oh, maybe he really likes that. Yeah, no, I Maybe Rupert, Rupert, Rupert Murdoch has that, like, monogrammed. Yeah, yeah. Ins- instead of thug life, he's got <laughs> billionaire, billionaire tyrant, tyrant. <laughs> tattooed across his chest. Sad. <laughs> that is fucking gangster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be, man. Old money, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like rich people have their own version of YouTube where they share videos like that. Or it's just like, yeah, instead of thug life, a tyrant with like the GTA font. It's <laughs> <laughs> like in like black chancery font. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That about does it. Listen, we want something else? Oh, yeah. There's a bit. Okay, right at the end, um, it finishes Kang and Curtis talking about their obvious Iraq parody. And then it pans across the devastated wasteland of Springfield and it holds there for a long time. Yeah. And it plays um, Start a Fire by the Ink Spots, which is a Fallout reference. But it goes for a really long time. It just it's keeps like, going. It just holds on that. And it's like, that's a reference I feel like, obviously, there are Fallout, Fallout players, Fallout 3 for that song, I'm pretty sure. But either way, wow. I, I felt like they were trying to make you hear something in the lyrics and I didn't quite catch them. No, well, I mean, it's just. If you're holding on a site of devastation and playing the ink spots, you're making a Fallout reference. There's With, no question there. Because the other thing is, Fallout 1 and 2 were top-down, weren't they, or something? Isometric, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but yeah, there was just the occasional explosion. It was a weird It was a weird sequence. I wasn't quite sure what to think. Yeah, it was. An, it's an unfortunate wa- um, ending to this otherwise decent segment of Treehouse Horror. Yeah. It was probably my favourite out of all three of them. So if I were to rank it now, I'd say it gets a just silver. Ooh. How about you? Me? Um, hmm. Quick fire. I'd give this segment a... I'll give it a bronze. Silver. Yeah, I'm going to silver this one. If it had a better landing, I might have even gone gold, but it's... Yeah. I mean, it's only just silver for me. It just... Yeah, the ending is bad. The rest of it is great, though. All right. Well, it's time for a questionnaire that's very spooky. Questionnaire. Spooky. <laughs> Play count. How many times do you think you've seen Treehouse 17? Uh, at least twice. Yeah, maybe three times. I don't think I've seen this one before. Yeah? I thought I had, but I didn't recognize like any of it, so probably not. Yeah, this is about three or four for me. I actually, going into it, thought I hated it a lot more than I did. So, Did it feel like a Treehouse of Horror? Yes. yes. Definitely more so than the last one. Like, absolutely 100% more. Yeah, you could tell what they were drawing the parody inspiration from. Mm. Like. Yeah. 
So how did the horror work for this one for you guys? Um, a lot better. It was more... it Again, because you know what they're drawing from, so they get, you know, Homer being a cannibal, you get the uh, War of the Worlds yep. parody, and um, the it, Golem wasn't exactly a horrific story, but it was still supernatural, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's, it wasn't a particularly uh, scary, if you will, Treehouse of Horror, mm. but there were elements of horror there, and it was well thought mm. out genre-wise. Although, although the way they usually do the kind of like the horror entries of it is always like a comedic spin to yeah. any of the things. It's never like it's supposed to be out and out, but actually scare mm. you. Um, so I think in that respect, they started out with a, like a yeah, like a horror concept in um, in each of them, and and took it to like a, kind of a Simpsons esque <laughs> ending. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I think from that point of view, it it, it was definitely more true to the original tree houses. Sure. Indeed. Uh, how did the parody elements work for you, though? They worked well. Yeah. I knew what each one was going for. Whether or not they quite landed it, that's up to the individual, but you knew where they were going. Yeah, I, I think it was done quite well. Yeah. Overall. I, I think they, they, yeah, they started out strongly in the first and the third one, and then the ending kind of let them down a little bit on both mm. of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a solid point. Um, so yes or no, would you watch this on again? Yeah, I don't sure. why not. Yeah. Yes, I would. All right. Well, I guess it's time to rank this thing. Uh, ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Sheridan, kick off the rankings for us this time. I will rank it silver. All right. Mm. I think it had um, good traditional elements of A Treehouse of Horror. It, I didn't hate any of the three, uh, what do you call them? In- segments. Intra-episodes. <laughs> I don't know. Segments. There you go. Yeah, overall, it was pretty good. Jordan, what would you like to rank this episode? What would I like to rank it? Um, I'm, I'm hovering between... Mm, I know the feeling, yeah. You know how to hover too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? Oh. Okay, you know what? I am going to give it silver. I don't think okay. I don't. I can't remember if Woo-hoo. I've given anything silver ever in this podcast. It's a weird ranking. It is a very strange ranking, but it's um, yeah, it's it's above average. This episode, Cons- yeah, which is I'm finding it weird saying that, but um, I I didn't hate it and uh, I didn't find it meh, and um, I liked some of the jokes in it, and I didn't think it was as as awful as the last one. So yeah, I I I think it. I'm going to give it a silver. All right, and BT. Yeah, I'm hovering on the Brilva line mm. as well. Um, I feel like I'm thinking of it more favorably because of the last one, because it actually had like plot structure and things. Yep. I think I'm going to go with bronze because I feel like I didn't quite get the jokes. I didn't quite get the story out of it that I want. Um, so, I mean, I think if one's like the one where they parry, par- uh, parody Harry Potter, I think of that as more of a silver. Mm. Uh, whereas this one, yeah, I think it's a little little on the bronze end. There's maybe not quite as many jokes. I'm going to enjoy, you know, barbecue sauce fight mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> things like that. But yeah, I, don't, I feel like I'm not going to walk away with too much from this one. I think it's just comparison to the last one. It's much better. So that's a bronze from me, Elliot. All right. And yeah, I... Sorry, 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 sorry. Bronze. <laughs> they gave it a scary silver. I'm giving it a bubonic bronze. Bubonic. <laughs> bronze. Look it up. 
I'm just impressed with your choice of adjective. Yeah, I couldn't think of B ones quick enough. Could you say Brutal? bronze for your life or something? I don't know. That's oh, shit. Um, Could you have said boobs? Well, boobs is like the highest ranking I can give anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about That's well above Cubic I rank this episode boobs. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> boobs. I'm also going to rank this one a bronze. Um, it uh, did a lot better than I thought it was going to do, mm. but um, it definitely passes the hangover test. I feel like this is like a good like snoozy Simpsons episode mm. where I could like, ah, oh, the blob one, fall asleep during the golem one and go, ah, oh, the world the world's one. Yeah, I feel like this is the one where if you're hungover um, and there's a knock at the door and your food's arrived, you don't pause it. You get up, you grate your food, you come back, you sit down, you keep watching, but you don't bother pausing it. Yep, yep. Totally. All right. Well, that about does it for our late teens episode. Now we're going to go to the early teens, which is going to be Treehouse of Horror X. Is it going to be like Jason X? When you want to make a bad day a greater day, come to Brown Lady. (laughs) I win. I win. back and we just watched our sort of classic era episode for the tonight it was season 11 episode 4 Treehouse of Horror X it's the closest we're gonna get under the Mayoween rules which are spooky and don't allow for classic episodes to be reviewed it was first released in October of 1999 okay and as I understand it actually on Halloween oh nice well yeah October yeah Yeah, which is actually unusual for a Treehouse of Horror um guys what did you think Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. This one's going to be pretty favorable. I don't actually remember it being this funny. Maybe I'm a little bit tipsy tonight, but that was great. Yeah, I really liked it. I I, I think it was, um, again, maybe it's, it's... The, the gradually getting back closer to yeah. classic yeah. area, <laughs> it really kind of makes things look a lot better. Yeah, yeah. And there's, there's actually a few quotable lines in here. I, quite, I use yeah. it actually quite fairly often. Absolutely. So, um, uh, let's get in. One of the other things that stands out to me about this Treehouse of Horror, it does have a classic Treehouse of Horror feel, but not an early classic. Like, mm. I felt like when they hit their stride around Treehouse of Horror 4, 5, like, mm. this feels like one of those ones to me. Yeah, to me, it gets no more classic Treehouse than the first one with uh, the the Raven. Oh yeah, that's that's the epitome of Treehouse for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, we'll be doing that one in this year's uh, Treehouse of Horrorthon in October. So mm. Halloween in October? What the hell? <laughs> that should happen in May. Like it's got nothing people. in Mayween. Yeah. <laughs> Where children go door to door and get various mayonnaises. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say Mayoween. It's like it's like Halloween, only it's richer and creamier. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you spell that? P R A I S E. Um, and then you I get did. home, and your mum's like, "How did you do, sweetie?" He goes, "Oh, it's great. I got whole leg. I got light. <laughs> I got with lime. Oh, it's so good. Wait a second. Low fat. Fuck uh, you, uh, Johnsons." <laughs> I'm getting into the intro where uh, greeted with Kang and Kodos first mm. up as they're doing like a, a variety show presentation. And yep. I thought this was great. Yeah, because they're tanking it entirely. They go, he's got a blowtorch like, what are you doing? You said we were going to warm up the audience. And I love it's got the laugh track that cuts the yep. audience <laughs> just... of all, all, all weird aliens just dead silent. Yeah. But no, it's beautiful direction because 
uh, yeah, he does the joke. You hear the laugh track while still they're panned on uh, yeah. Kang and Kodos doing like that expecting smile. Yeah. And then it pans to the audience who couldn't look more pissed off. Yeah, yeah. The, the pause for laughter smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. And even though that they went uh, to it a second time, I, I felt like it still worked. Yeah. What was it? The, oh, my friend Kang has accidentally got a human brain or something. And they're it's like, just- woo! <laughs> dead yeah. yeah anyway in the first segment is an I know what you did last summer parody called I know what you diddly idly did mm-hmm. and yep. I didn't realise how fucking funny this one was yeah this one, yeah. it's I think this is I think uh, just to jump ahead I do rate this one gold because it's just tight and quick and funny mm. it's great yeah yeah so for those playing at home this is the one where the Simpsons run over Ned Flanders and uh, try to hide the murder but then someone knows yeah <laughs> and I mean all my notes most of my notes about this are just so positive um, mm. even Homer's goofy little song parody of the oh, Sugar Crisp I love it at the start <laughs> yeah. yes I forgot to put the fog lights in <laughs> Yeah, and it's like one of those things I'm only reasonably sure about this because this was the part of my life where I was growing up in America where, yeah, on the back of, like, Sugar Crisp's packets would be the the bear trying to save the cereal from, like, vampires and stuff. And that's really? Wh- and that's where the line comes from, I think. And let me know in the comments. Honestly, it seems very apt because, like... I mean, as kids, I think we were exposed to a shitload of sugar cereal commercials, but mm. not oh. in the same way that Americans no were. No way. Like... You look at American breakfast cereal, it's just candy. It's insane. It really is, yeah. I remember going on a trip with school in like 2002. Um, the breakfast we got at one was a it was a watermelon Pop-Tart with this lime green Whoa. icing you put on the top and Oreo cereal, what? which was just <laughs> little Oreos <gasps> about as Jeez. big as a lifesaver. Well, I just realized we didn't even need the example. If you need an example of this, consider the fact that Sugar Crisps is a cereal. It's called Sugar Crisps yeah. with a K. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very sogger. sorry. Sugar Crisps is in fact spelled with, spelled with a C, not a K. Uh. But I'm going to look up Sugar Crisp Vampires. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're doing that. So uh, Marge runs over Flanders, and I thought this was actually a good move of the episode. And Bart's line following it up. You know, we can't go to the police. No policeman will believe a Simpson run over a Flanders by accident. Even yeah. I had my doubts. <laughs> yeah. Like, if it yeah. was Homer, you know, like, there mm. would be that suspicion. But because you know it was Marge, there was none of that. Yeah. I, I loved Homer's bit where he's kind of like, no, we're just going to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's whispering. Please. You're not dead. <laughs> he's whispering it to Flanders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sounds so creepy when he's doing it. Yeah. And uh, Homer's plan is to make Flanders' death look like an accident, and I love this. Oh, bit. the whole sequence <laughs> is so good. Yeah, he's weekend at Burnings, uh, Burns, <laughs> Burnies. Yeah, oh, I said Burnsies, which is that other Simpsons episode. <laughs> uh, Flanders on the roof. I'm up here with my friend Homer. Yeah, <laughs> diddly, and <laughs> Maud is buying it. Yeah, it's like great. when I do die, I don't want any autopsies. <laughs> <laughs> and she's so like, uh, oh yeah, oh well, well, whatever. Come down, you know. Yeah. Like that's something that he does say to her a lot, or something. <laughs> Daddy, where have you been? You've gone out on one of your fog walks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, God, of uh, course he would do that. Mm-hmm. And like stretching out the whole Homer faking Ned's death thing, I thought worked perfectly here, where Maud misses Homer throwing Flanders from the ceiling, but then he- Homer's next idea is, oh, I'll just say he faked a heart attack and throw him inside. <laughs> yeah. the- I just love that Flanders lands on the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's something weirdly like exactly aimed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh no, I think I'm having a heart attack. Like just throws him in the door just shuts it and like just wipes his hands like <laughs> well yeah. there we go it's but no good. he's got uh, and that's the end of that chapter yeah like, <laughs> max po- max power callback yeah, that yeah. happened before this episode definitely mm-hmm. home is giving the eulogy and he's like oh, i was to say you know when i think of ned i think of his face when mars <laughs> ran him over the car yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like mars drove over like harbor but anyway we're still looking for the culprits and you can't make a man testify against his wife Stop yeah. winking. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those jokes in the new seasons that I complain about its heavy handedness, but I felt like they dealt with this so it's just, well. It's yeah. the delivery in this one that works. Yeah. And the fact that you don't keep, keep skip, uh, move away from Homer when he's doing it to like any concerned reactions or anything. It's just him bumbling his way yeah. through a eulogy. And also that he punches Ned's corpse on the way through. Sorry to lose you, buddy. Smack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, in my bit is that they come home and they see the writing and then like who some means someone saw us and it's like all the like crusty and mo yeah, like yeah. they're doing and all Terry are like skipping no one yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's a beautiful pan and then homer just like pointing at the <laughs> camera like, homer like, stop that <laughs> like he saw everybody else and he wanted to follow along yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's pointing like right at marge who did do it like let's yeah. be honest yeah and oh. oh the bit where they're on their way back home from the funeral and homer's like oh we got away with murder you know what? I've never liked that Millhouse kid. <laughs> Starts swerving slightly. <laughs> Another bit that pays off the whole fact that Marge killed Ned in this yeah. one because Homer gets to have the great line, oh, but you got to kill. <laughs> I just like, no, no more murder. murder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So then, yeah, someone's calling the house. I know you're alone. Who is this? <laughs> oh, is this Maude Flanders? No, it's Homer. Oh, hey, Homer, it's Mo. <laughs> yeah. So, th- yeah, this to me feels like a good creepy Mo yeah, yeah. gag. Like, that he would call up a widow and just be like, I know you're alone. I could be there if you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like the Simpsons really struggle to find the delicate balance between what works with a creepy yeah. mode gag and what doesn't. Like, oh, for sure. Too many times he just comes off as a predator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is sad. But here he's... This is funny, predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still predatory, but not like... It's opportunistic. St- opportunistic, yeah, yeah. It's, it feels like I'm almost m- misguided predator thing, as in... <laughs> misguided predator. I know, it's a weird term. <laughs> Sorry to me, that just sounds like a lawyer defense, like yeah, he's trying to bump him down. <laughs> he Judge- meant well. <laughs> Judge, can we get this knocked down from predator to a misguided predator? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't mean... He's just an idiot. He's it was involuntary. Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Voluntary. <laughs> involuntary predator. <laughs> Wow, that's mm. part of what I do. I like yeah. we just created a new legal defense. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. But to all the lawyers out there, you're welcome. <laughs> um, and so... And then we have the fantastic line of, um, all right, Bart, once you're hiding the spooky roller disco, Lisa and the abandoned music, Bart, 
Marge, it's Pet Cemetery, and I'll go to that lake where the sixty teens died exactly one hundred years ago today. <laughs> Brilliant, just yeah. rapid fire tropes. Uh, I love that the uh, like spooky abandoned disco is like still playing. Yeah, <laughs> for <laughs> like, spooky reasons. Disco music. <laughs> I don't know if you got this as a note, Jordan. I do have an anal corner bit. Yeah, go for okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, fuck you! I'm he's not pushing the glasses on. <laughs> I do this on any time I bring up anything particular. Yeah, the, Ned has the line of. You can't kill the undead. Werewolves are not undead. Mm-hmm. Look up your monster manual. <laughs> mm. They're still alive. They're not What are they undead. classified as? Uh, they would be, um, yeah, just naturally occurring beasts. They would not be magically okay. based monsters. I'm pretty sure. But they do transform. They transform, yeah. Okay. For the ending of this episode, I thought this is probably like a point you could say this is where the segment had a fault because uh, I don't think it ended w- uh, great. No, it just ends with Homer being mauled and having a few gags on that. Yeah, yeah, and for that reason, it didn't seem necessary that w- Flanders was a werewolf. But then again, I don't know how else you'd end this segment. Yeah, I, that's it's fine. I think you get enough jokes; you don't really care. Though. At this exactly. point, I've gotten the word "spooky roller disco" and I'm happy. <laughs> like honestly, I'm gr- I'm grasping for things to not like about this episode right yeah, now. I, I think it's one of those things where yes, it ends weekly, but at that point, you're having so much fun, you don't care. Yeah, I think I think you could have ended it with like a potentially like a Flanders coming to be like a live-in, like a pet or something <laughs> when he's in when he's in werewolf form, just like in the itchy being... and scratchy bit where they put itchy in the mouse cage and they take scratchy to go get neutered. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, make make the stalker be Maud and like uh, the Simpsons license plate is like embedded in Ned's chest and that's how she knows. Oh, oh. that's a good one. Mm. Clever. But you wouldn't get any jokes out of that. It no. would be actually like genuine horror. So. Unless Homer had gotten a vanity license plate. <laughs> <laughs> just that it just says IH8 Ned. Yeah, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> that actually works pretty well for me. I like that. Yeah. Um, if you were to rank this segment, what would you give it? I'd actually give it a gold. Yeah, no, I got yeah, this one gold. as well. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, really the ending is its only fault. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but even then, yeah. it's still funny. It's, yeah, like it's still, there's a few, like there's a little gag about the, ah, eyes bigger than belly, huh, Wolfie? (laughs) I wanted the news, not the weather. Yeah. And they used an interesting transition here where they uh, ended ended on a moon and then they started on a moon in the next section, which is called Desperately Zeking Xena. (laughs) What a segue. And this is a very silly story, but I fucking love it. Yeah, it's so much fun. I forgot this was so late. This yeah. sequence, I thought it was like maybe season nine or eight, mm. but for our listeners, is Stretch Dude and Clobber Girl. Yep. Stretch Dude and Clobber Girl. I don't remember the rest. Okay, so all the kids are having their candy x rayed by oh, yeah. the police. And oh, uh, yes. uh, Ralph is dressed up as a police officer. And he goes, Chief Wiggum goes, ah, yeah, the kid is police officer. We got feelings here too, Chief. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's more funny because it's an adult being jealous yeah. of a kid. Yeah, it's a, it's a single banter. You don't go into a long, drawn-out, well, if you feel that way, Lou, maybe you should dress up when you come into the office. Yeah. Oh, I do, Chief. You never know. Yeah, that would be the problem. Yeah. But it's yeah. just the one-off, and that's it. It's one and done. Yeah. Uh, and so while... Um, Having their candy x-rayed, Nelson, who's dressed as Jughead for some reason, uh, puts in a sack that fights back and doesn't want to go into the x-ray machine. It's too big. He stole too much candy I felt that like it night. was moving. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> he kind of punches it, it in. And he breaks oh, maybe the sh- it had a nerd stuck in it Breaks the machine and zaps Barton Lisa and gives them superpowers. Now... This sort of actually reminds me of the Futurama episode. Uh, uh, the uh, the one where they get the cream. 
the one where they get the cream, yeah, and they become superheroes. Like, it's very silly, but it's still very fun. And it's a great episode. Yeah. yeah. And But I thought it was actually a really good choice to have Bart with the stretchy powers and Lisa with the strength. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a bit of a flip on its head, yeah. He's yeah. got to find intelligent, creative ways to fight bad guys, and she just has to punch nerds. <laughs> Which is a good look for her. <laughs> yeah. I do love Bart's, I must only use this power to annoy, and stretches around, knocks on the door, and Skinner's <laughs> like, yes, yes, up, down, left, side, side to side, what's the point? Slap. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it reminds me of, like, classic Warner Brothers, like, door-knocking gags, oh, and, yeah. like, where they do that thing. Um, just two other quick bits I liked from the beginning. I liked how... Uh, Millhouse is wearing radioactive man pajamas pretending to be radioactive man. Yeah. That felt like a very kid thing to it me. It really yeah. did. It's like, I'm radioactive man. I don't think radioactive man would wear a smock with his own face on it. <laughs> he would if it was Halloween. Yeah. Um, I do like that. I'm pretty sure Lisa's Amelia Earhart. Um, it doesn't draw uh, full attention to it, but uh, yeah, I'm sure. That makes sense. And that would be the kind of person yeah, that she yeah, would go she would. as yeah, Halloween exactly. as. Either that or Frida Kahlo or something. Susan B. Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they kick in with the song as well. Like, I tried to make sure I paid special attention to the animation in the uh, song montage thing here. Yeah. I don't think it was actually particularly strong. Oh, okay. It it gives you an idea. It's saying, hey, we're doing a superhero bit now. And it does that with a little quick music montage that's very, uh, a little bit Spider-Man theme song, a little bit, you know, just... It is too a bit, isn't it? Mm. I thought the one problem with it was that Bart, they shouldn't have done so much with Bart uh, fishing the penny out of the toilet or whatever that the was. Watch. That's a watch for Homer, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but them kicking Saddam Hussein's ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was the big bad at the time, I'm guessing. The <laughs> <laughs> big bad of Earth. Yep. Yeah. Who is it now? Trump. <laughs> oh, God. That's if you're talking the political realm. Um, yeah. If you're talking like pop culture realm, I'm pretty sure the final boss used to be uh, David Bowie. <laughs> uh, we're still figuring out who it is now. It's probably either Bruce Campbell or Christopher Walken. It's probably Christopher Walken oh. as the final boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it cuts to uh, Lucy Lawless doing a Q&A at the Android's uh, dungeon. Yes. Yep. And, and I love this bit. <laughs> uh, I've just... Okay, because... Um, Lucy Lawless has come back into my scope mostly because of Ash versus Evil Dead, and is oh, just she amazing. That. Yeah. Oh, cool. And is amazing. Uh, so newfound respect for all things Lucy Lawless. She also had a great run in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And, and Parks even, and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Mm. And I never knew she had like a full thick Kiwi accent. Yeah. Either. I never knew. Yeah. That. So well done fighting that. But I was listening to the yeah, director's commentary on uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. I'm like. Whoa! That is not what Cena. What's up? That's a surprise, isn't it? Like when you hear Adele, like she oh, sounds yeah. so sel- soulful and powerful, but then when she talks, she's, she's like, "She's a bucktooth British person." <laughs> oh, that person was a right fucking cunt. Yeah, she talks like a wharfie. Yeah. Oh wow, I was joking. I didn't actually know what she sounded like. Yeah, she sounds like she's just come off a sixteen-hour shift at the docks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, and um, she's doing a Q&A, and I love this bit because this is another oft-quoted bit in the Simpsons Index that I cannot <laughs> fucking believe, like, I didn't know it was from yeah. this, like, yeah. off the top of my head. It's amazing. Shall we after three? One, two, three. A, a wizard, wizard did, did it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Which has not only been used many times in this podcast, we just use that in life. 
<laughs> yeah, I got really mad at you when you first used it at me, and I'm like, oh, wait, yes. <laughs> well, look, I mean, to be fair to you, like, it is actually hard to draw a line where you go, all right, what do you get all nitpicky about? Yeah. And, you know, there's some things that you can forgive in that way, mm, especially yeah. when you're watching fantasy things like Xena, and it's like, okay, yeah, a wizard did it, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing. I think in my head, I'd associate it with... Um, uh, well, in season uh, two, episode 14, we see Scratchy strike to the same rib twice and produce two distinctly different notes. I think I botched it with those two and thought that had been the wizard did it. That's why I didn't Well, remember. yeah, I mean, it is essentially the same bit. It's yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it's just a great response of a wizard did it. Then even though it's in the Android's dungeon, uh, comic book guy as the collector <laughs> steals her with a magnet. And I love that like she can totally escape if she undoes her bra clip, <laughs> but everyone with their cameras immediately. Yeah, and it's all like, must remove my breastplate. Maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke that even holds up now because of, you know, uh, taking a photo culture. Yeah, and just breastplates. <laughs> haven't changed in all these years. <laughs> Um, I thought it made a lot of sense for comic book guy to be the uh, the villain in this story, though. Yeah, yeah, it worked really well. They gave him like a the second you see that still frame after the theme song, like Enter the Collector. You're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> yeah. You don't need anything more. You don't need a villainous backstory. It's enough. You'll stay forever in this Milak pouch between Doctor Who and Yasmin Bleak. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yasmin Bleak. What was she? What was she? I I mostly know her from Basketball. I believe it's Baywatch. Is what she's from in this. Oh, uh, hence really? the red swimsuit. Oh, oh, that would make sense. Oh, yeah. So which Doctor Who was that as well? That was Tom Do Baker. We yep, Tom Baker, 60s, I believe. Famous for the uh, very long scarf. Yeah. Funny story about that scarf. Go. Okay, so they um, had like a prop. They wanted him to have a scarf and they had like a bunch of balls of yarn and they were just like, hey, props lady, can you knit us a scarf and let us see? And she, what they wanted was a bunch of different colors knit from, you know, different balls of yarn but they came back the next morning she'd knit one huge scarf out of all of them <laughs> and they're oh, like that's right we didn't mean that but that's amazing let's use that yeah it seems very the doctor too. it seems very british-ish she's gone oh you want me to one scarf out of all of these well i better just do that <laughs> i'll be here all night but i'll make it ready it's a dorky line as well, and I, but I loved how the collector goes, ooh, I've got a Fizu that was only built to stop Bill Shatner from making another album. Yeah. And it's like, wasn't effective. <laughs> yeah. no, I just really like he shoots at uh, Stretch Dude the whole time and dodges, 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 yeah. runs out of ammo, throws at him, just hits him in the head. Yeah, <laughs> knocks him out completely. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, uh, this whole bit like it unfolded like as a parody, but yeah. also as a... Very uh, Batman TV series with Adam West kind of vibe mm. to it. Yeah, absolutely. Like the campy villain and the. But honestly, even after a few times watching it, I still feel the suspense from when their clubber girl has been tied up in stretch, dude, and they are being lowered into the loose side. Say, like, Bart, set yourself free, even just let me drop. What do you think I've been trying to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Zena's whole uh, coaxing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the collector. Uh, from beneath her, her mylar prison. I know. That was such a good it's bit. Got your lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the reference to uh, Mr. Mix's Pizzlick, this is Superman villain, who's like just a magical trickster, essentially. Oh, it is. Oh, really? And the only way you can banish him back to his dimension is to make him say his own name backwards. And it's all like X's, Y's, Z's, Q's, and shit. <laughs> that's right. That's the weirdest freaking villain. Yeah. And then, yeah calls on her v like xena powers oh wait no 
I'm Lucy Zena. Lawless. I want. I, I, I'm Zena, and I want to have Zex. <laughs> That's a great Zena line. needs Zex. Zex. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> there were so many of those tacky puns as well, yeah. and like even before the collector going, "Oh, take that, wretch dude and slubber girl." I know. Yeah. Again, very Adam West Batman. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, even the names are so tacky, but I feel like it works so well in this section. A plotline so hackney, not even Stan Lee would come up with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was half expecting Stan Lee to like be in one of those bags and be like, hey. <laughs> that wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah Matt Groening was. There's a, a nice little tie-in yeah, there. Yeah. Lucy Lawless overpowers the Collector and rescues Stretch Dude and Clubber Girl, and they fly off into the sunset. Yeah. Except Zena <laughs> can't fly. I told you, I'm not Zena. I'm Lucy Lawless. Yep. <laughs> oh, and they Go just on. like shrug, like, oh, okay, okay, oh, that explains everything. That's such a good bit. I, I just, I can't even start dissecting how funny this yeah, is. Right. I'll just quickly dive into a quick uh, falls into Lucette best death. Ever. Ooh, yeah, Battlestar Galactica. He's talking about the original OG yeah, yeah, series, yeah, right? Yeah. Lawn yeah. Green, yeah. So, not a reference I get. So, that's all I've got to say about that section. It was fantastic. If I'd have to rank it now, it'd be a cubic zirconia. Really? Wow. wow. That's... I think I popped a silver on that. Silver? Not even gold? I, I think I had that one as a silver as well, I'll be really honest. Like, mm. it's it's good. I think it's just, it's less Halloween-y. Yeah, it's a fun adventure. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it yeah. maybe lacks in jokes and it lacks in a Halloween feel. But yeah. it is a quick little fun adventure, so I yeah. do like it for what it is. Fair enough. All right, and for the last segment this evening, and unfortunately what I consider to be the weakest of the three yeah. of this episode, yeah. life's a glitch and then you die. What would you mm. think of this segment, guys? Uh, a little more poignant when it was released, obviously, with uh, the Y2K. Y2Ks yeah. and all. Much like uh, the Kankoto segment of the last one being a bit more poignant around the time of the Iraq War. Yeah, yeah. Y2K was such a stupid thing yeah. that everyone was also quite scared about because it was such an unknown. It's going to be one of those things that kids are going to ask about. And we're going to be like, yeah. oh, we kind of thought the world was going to end because of computer dates. <laughs> yeah, we thought planes might fall out of the sky, literally, yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And blenders yeah. would turn on us. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, the Waffle Lion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just quickly, I love the animation on the Waffle Lion. The, the Beautiful. The, the batter stuck to it like a uh, dripping yeah. jaw. I love yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, exactly. Um, yeah, so they're doing a whole, uh, yeah, Y2K 1999 yeah. bit. Apparently Homer was the Y2K compliance officer for the nuclear power plant. And I did love his line of, uh, Lisa goes, Dad, but if even one system is out, they could all crash. He's like, that can't be lo- true, Lisa. If it was true, I'd be terrified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah a jerk-ass dismissive Homer, but I like that. Hey, question, who's Robert Urich? Oh, uh, is he one of the ones in the plane at the end? No, it's like, oh, I feel like... Um, something Robert Urich in one of the... I, I cannot remember. I just wrote it down. I just wrote, literally, who's Robert Urich? Well, we'll get back to that one, but okay. a bit I liked at the start where uh, they're watching like the New Year's Eve celebrations on TV and there's this band playing and he's like, where was? Uh, it says here where we're at. I thought we were quite right. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love this joke because I'm not the biggest fan of like that sort of 80s rock and all these bl- bands blend into one for me, so this one felt great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Robert Urich is an actor who's in stuff. Okay, cool. None of it looks... All I know is in a, he's in a movie called Ice Pirates, but it's using the same font as Indiana Jones. So right. I feel like he's in those kinds of movies. Okay, cool. <laughs> he was in The Love Boat from 98 to 99. He's in stuff. Love Boat went to 99? Uh, they rebooted it, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. At some point, Dixie Brand Mayo gets brought up. I forgot why, but I was like, ah, mayonnaise. 
Unintended theme. Unintended theme. Condiments. Um, and in the Y2K television show, uh, Rick James is playing super freaking gets arrested. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did I do now? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, rest in peace, Rick James, you super freak. Super freak Um, And yeah, I love when uh, 1999 takes over to 2000, Y2K hits and Dick Clark melts. <laughs> yeah, some bit of yeah. cyborg racism there. <laughs> uh, an, an issue close to your heart. CPU. <laughs> CPU to you too. Caffeine <laughs> fusion core. Um, yeah, what um, and then, yeah, once they're doing the montage sweep throughout the crowd and they're playing this like yeah, layered I, spooky version of Outlands. I But it's like yeah. subtly spooky. It's mm. that if you pay attention, you can see it's a little bit dissonant, but um, yeah. just by itself, it, you just know. I, I really like that. I wrote that down as well. I figured out where it's from. It's the bit just before that where like grandpa's on the couch like, oh, you know, and oh, you know that again. We had two shows with Andy Griffith, and he goes at eleven with Robert Urich. That's what I was like. Who's Robert Urich? He's in stuff. There you go. There you go. I'm gonna cross that off. Never need to know that again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the old Landsign thing that just felt really good yeah. to me. Yeah, really nice piece of production there. So. And in the church, Reverend Lovejoy is delivering his apocalypse speech. Yeah. It was a weird bit, but he was like saying, yeah, all these kids with their boob tubes and beetle boots. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, he says like a parallel of miniskirts. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, beetle boots. And I was like, I didn't realize that that's what they were like literally called because I had a pair. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, I think they broke eventually. But Is that why you're a hell spawn? Yeah. Because <laughs> now I'm... Beetle boots. That's I went not, to hell for I mean, boot choices. That's not why I'm going to hell. But, I mean, it hasn't helped. <laughs> All the sins. Yeah. <laughs> I had to like, hey, everyone, they're looting the mall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Homer's like, but I was going to loot you a present. And did I love that. A, did he say a present or a ped egg? I'm pretty sure he said present. Oh, he present. Because he, he ends up getting over Lady Remington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which but, turns on her. Yeah. That was great. I love the animation of it latching onto her neck and then like she bats it off and then it like mows part of the lawn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then they bump into Krusty, whose pacemaker is set to Hummingbird. That is such a fantastic joke to me. <laughs> Krusty's like, Nectar, Nectar, need more Nectar. Need my body weight in Nectar. <laughs> Yeah, but then that's so they, silly. And they find on him the uh, invitation to board the rocket ship. Yeah, the rocket ship. I just want to jump back before uh, Lisa going. Uh, all the wonders of the twentieth century come back to haunt us. Wonders, Lisa, or blunders? <laughs> I think that was yes. implied. Implied or implode? Mom, make him stop. <laughs> I just love the line of Mom, make him stop. <laughs> And which which kind of gets called back later when when it's the okay Lisa and it's very difficult but you can choose one parent mum yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right so they get the ticket to board the spaceship Lisa uh, uh, turns out she was invited all along she was yeah, the ship's he... proofreader I know I do like, <laughs> like well we'll need proofreading uh, yeah. Lisa Simpson but I don't think it was unreasonable that they'd missed the invitation so yeah much. true it's pretty simple to say Hobie did something stupid with it. Or, or that, you know, they'd been out watching all the looting and the rioting and whatever. Yeah. What does Homer try and say his name is? Um, the piano genius from the movie Shine. <laughs> oh, Shiny yeah, McShine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Lisa chooses to take Marge onto the flight, leaving Bart and Homer to go take the B-grade people's flight. Yeah, there's no one guarding it. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that the rocket is just like because the other one is the 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 special rocket is like nice yeah. and white with like red fins and the other one yeah. is just plain grey like not I, even I think, bothered. I think the other one's red white and blue. Yeah, yeah, mm. you might be right actually. And the other one is just like just plain because it's like well fuck it is going into the sun anyway. <laughs> so what does it matter Why if we paint painted? it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like there's a government order in the event of an apocalypse kill these people. <laughs> like they could have just left them on earth. Yeah, could have like, been fine with They're all like, the nope, bombs going nope, off. Nope, we need em. to guarantee Guarantee. <laughs> there is no way we can we can have no chance that Rosie O'Donnell survives. So yeah, the uh, Homer and Bart are looking around on the rocket ship. He sees Ross Perot, Courtney Love, yeah. Paulie Shaw. But I felt like uh, the, it hit critical mass by the time they go. Oh my God, Rosie O'Donnell! I feel like that was the one that was too much. Yeah, I was about to say that I, for some reason I was like, is that Roseanne? Why would they put? Tom, what's his name? Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold yeah. and Ro- Roseanne on the same rocket, you idiots. It'll explode no. early. Yeah. Roseanne these days has gone off the deep end, but I stand by Roseanne the sitcom. That was uh, some amazing television. I have not seen it for many years, but yeah. I remember it being pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, Except for the last season. Yeah, fuck that last season. Yeah, featuring Tom Arnold as himself. Um, I thought he did a great job of being self-deprecating. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know it was him. That's yeah, cool. really him. Um. I thought it was actually Paulie Shaw as well, but it wasn't. No, nah, I was just. I think a Paulie Shaw is easy enough for most actors to do an impersonation of. Yeah. Gonna work on my tannage, buddy. But given around this time as well, he did that Futurama appearance, and that was very self deprecating in a very similar way. Yeah, true. So it definitely wasn't out of the question. Yeah. Uh, impressed that it's Tom Arnold. Good for him. Have a bit of a dig. And <laughs> I love the animation of him eating the can of peaches. <laughs> I know. It's so yeah. desperate. I was like his line of. Um, yeah, I know my shows weren't any good, but never forced anyone to watch them, which I could, because I'm a big guy and I'm good with nuts. <laughs> yeah. Remember what we said before about me not liking the nanny. That's yeah, what yeah. was happening. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still furious someone put a gun to your head and forced you to do it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so Bart and Homer ejecting themselves out of the spaceship. I yeah. loved that. They're Head inflate and explode. But they're peaceful look yeah, like, as that ah. happening. Not even peaceful. It's like just like relief yeah, almost. Pure they're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> The sweet embrace of death. Yeah, what's your line about relief, Pete? Yeah, yeah. Uh, really, true happiness is simply relief. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if, you're not, if you don't believe that, drink a lot of water and then don't pee for a while and then wait till you pee and you'll be like, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, just a bit of food stuck in your teeth, getting that out finally. Oh, oh, you know what? My favorite of that, the outside of a popcorn seed that gets stuck mm-hmm. when you're eating popcorn and yeah. it's the hard oh, outer yeah. shell rim bit. And it's just like and it's wrapped around the tooth. And it's like in your gum kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. And then you finally get, you that get out. it out. And it's like, oh. <laughs> it's time for the spooky questionnaire. <gasps> That's my fear gas. Play count. How many times do you think you've seen Treehouse 10? Odd Ooh. six. Six, really? Odd six. Odd six. I don't know. I'm saying numbers. <laughs> no one's writing this down. Baker's half dozen? <laughs> Baker, no, I'm um, going to stop saying that. Half hundred. Ba- yeah. Baker's score, I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'd say I've seen this about four score. It's like it's one of my favorite Treehouse of Horrors, actually. Oh. Um, okay. Sticks up there for me. Um, How did this work as horrors? Um, First segment for sure. Yeah, yeah, second absolutely. segment. Um, Not as much. I guess it was, like you said before, more of a Batman 66 uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the last one I felt like was just more of a comment on Y2K, which I thought worked well. and like Is a little more of a timely reference. Mm, but yeah. Um, yeah, at the time, this was such a big thing that, yeah, it, w- it was a very cool thing to touch really on. Really feeding into the, like, the fear mongering that a lot of people 
kind of tapped into. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like Norton, You're I'm pretty sure, had like, oh, make sure your computer is yeah, okay yeah. with I was this about to disc. Say, do you remember the ads for Y2K okay? Oh, yeah. Is it okay? What is that? Of course it's okay. Is it Y2K okay? Will oh. it work okay ah. after the first of the first 2000? Oh, yeah. oh, my God. They made me yeah. want to slap everyone in the room. But yeah, oh, they did so many good things with that. The the milk that was leaking and yeah. the Xerox machine that swallowed Nelson. <laughs> yeah. And like, like I trapped mean, him inside for some yeah. reason. I want to know what kind of like futuristic milk will have a microchip in it. <laughs> it's the kind that knows when it's low and will, uh, you know. <laughs> okay. Like those really amazing LG fridges with internet that mm. everyone has in their houses nowadays. Oh yeah, in 2017, internet fridges, uh, you know, like they say, either your internet fridge or your internet fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say, all right. Yeah. That's what my drunk uncle says. <laughs> uh, so the parodies. Um, I thought they worked well for each of the segments, even though the last one wasn't a specific parody. No, but it was, again, it was playing on current fears and shit. Yeah. I wonder if that bit, like, with the intelligentsia, like, being selected to leave um, the world that's shown up in a few things yeah. yeah it feels very twilight zone to me yeah it's i'm sure it's shown up in quite a few things but specifics i, I couldn't tell you so ultimately did it feel like a treehouse of horror yeah yeah absolutely yeah everything's, everything's fun and speculative and a little bit violent sometimes yeah i felt like the the tension elements were a bit more apparent in this one than definitely mm. the other two treehouse of horrors we've watched tonight yeah yeah, and they were all structured properly. Again, the biggest problem I had with that first one was this, what if this? And then they never built a story around it. It was just, yeah. here's a thing we're doing. Um. So, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Cool. Me too. Uh, so, let's rank this thing. Uh, BT, kick it off. Oh, man. I am at a, at a Gilver at the moment. Gilver? And I'm just deciding where that falls for me. Um. Yeah, I ranked each individual gold, silver, silver. Yep. Um, so that would overall silver it. I'm just wondering if maybe I'm being a little harsh. Or can if I? you can be nicer. I can't be nicer. <laughs> I can just be more honest. There's no... You can just look into your emotional core silver. and yeah. all your microchips. What do they say? They say silver. Yeah? Yeah. Ooh. Don't push me, motherfucker. I'll fail this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fail you want to get tough? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Jordan? Um, I... Uh, I it I have to give it more than the previous one, so I I ha- I'm I'm kind of forced to give it a gold. Not that I don't think it's not worthy of a gold, but I was kind of like, oh, gold, silver. But I, I kind of want to distinguish that I liked it more more than the last one, yeah. Than uh than the previous episode, so I'm gonna I give mean, it a gold. You got to listen to the guts, though. The, do the guts say silver for you? Uh, yeah, but then I would want to push the uh, other one back to bronze. <laughs> Retroactive pushing. Yeah. Too late. I, yeah. So I'm gonna. It's uh, been you know written what? in pen. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I, I mean, it's not it's not cubic for me at all. Um, it's 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 kind of on that cusp of silver. So I think I think gold is is fair enough. Yep. Um, I'm giving it gold as well. Honestly, it was on the cusp of cubic for me, but the problem for me is the last segment and the ending of the first segment. I wouldn't change a fucking thing about the second one. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, a dull gold. That actually feels right for that treehouse mm. of horror to see. I concur. All right. Well, happy Mayoween, everybody. And happy Mayoween to you. 
And that does it for The Simpsons Index, episode 44, Treehouse of Horathon, part two is in the books. Whee! And that has been Jordan Frost. Goodbye. That has been BT Calloway. We we did this, didn't we? And that's been Sheridan Morley. Good night, everybody. (laughs) And I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, reminding you that that is all the mustard in the house. Thank you for checking out The Simpsons Index podcast. Don't forget to go to www.thesimpsonsindex.com for the spreadsheet and information about upcoming episodes. And for today's extra content... Bunning Snags flavoured condoms. Are you bi-curious mm. but constrained by the restrictions of your religious family? <laughs> what the fuck is that? New vagina-flavoured condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, why isn't it dick-flavoured condoms? And like, why do you need a condom then? You just taste the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and now for men, no. dick-flavoured dental dance. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like, uh, do you need the protection of a condom? Miss that genuine flavour of cock. <laughs> dick flavored condoms. Oh god. <laughs> Taste the dick. Are you recording this? Oh yeah. Oh great. You, yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Are the I bats agree, free? squeaky car. Oh, <laughs> uh, probably the people coming out from the comedy show. What the fuck is that? Uh, are they bats? <laughs> Is this a comedy show for bats? <laughs> <laughs> so I was eating some fruit upside down the other day. You know what happened? Oh, I got it all over my face. What are you going to do? <laughs> and I peed on my own head. <laughs> Can he say that? <laughs> I come home. The wife's all like, what have you been out all day? <laughs> Two bats come out. They're really hungry. One comes back to the cave. It's got blood all over his face. He goes, where'd you get that blood? I'll show you. He takes him out. He goes, you see that tree? He goes, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> little bad comedy there for you. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a Rowan Batkinson routine, isn't it? Oh wow. <laughs> Elements of horror there, and it was well thought mm. out genre wise. I yeah. think. Yeah, ho- I, think- I was gonna ho- say that the uh, ho-, ho the <laughs> elements of um uh, uh, get my notes together. Get your shit together, Elliot. Just fucking get put it in a knapsack. Get it together. My knapsack. Fuck. Get your shit together. <laughs> get your together. Did you say knapsack? Yes. <laughs> I, that <laughs> sounds like you could market that. Yeah. Knapsack. If someone, if yeah, without context, if someone asked me if I wanted a knapsack, yeah, that <laughs> passes right. the hangover test. I like, feel like it would be. They give you a biscuit and a lie down. Yeah, I feel like it would be like yeah, oh. peanut. Like cookies with a little thing of peanut butter. Oh, yeah. And then you take a little nap. Oh, I want that right now. Just after you wake up. Four nap snacks, please. (laughs) I wish I was eating that yodel. (laughs) I want a hamburger and milk duds and... (laughs) (laughs) See, I don't impersonate Trump. I impersonate the bad lip-reading guy doing Trump. (laughs) We will open a bar and we will call the bar brown lady and it'll be a bar with things and the bar with stuff. I can't believe how well you guys remember the bit bad lip reading because part of it is for me I never remember what they say because it's so ridiculous yeah. when like, you want to make a bad day a greater day go to brown lady 
Hadouken. Hadouken to your face. Yes. <laughs> Are you wearing a big boy shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I might never again. Might never again. All right, all right. That all right. was a zinger. <laughs> I need you to scrape my bunions. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Back to the Jetta. Pretty dorky. You don't drive, do you? <laughs> you suck. Um, Pocanolos dos. <laughs> Why choose tits and uh, or ass? I'm never gonna write this thing. (laughs) (laughs) This scary old El Paso. (laughs) (laughs) Porque no los dos. I'm Danny Trey. (laughs) (laughs) I like old El Paso tacos. Stand and stuff. Nah, it's like when um, we were in the States, we went into Hot Topic, and that was literally Tumble of the Shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure I'll give it a silver. <laughs> when you said, I'm pretty, that's so shiz. <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> Suddenly topless and fat. <laughs> the short and my listener. You are casted in the biopic, no, sir. No, it was around about the 90s. 80 something and I was born to an impoverished family round about Glebe or something <laughs> Glebe <laughs> back in ancient Glebe <laughs> scholars think it may have been 1989 <laughs> so Sheridan what are you going to rank this episode silver awesome you can silver. go back to sleep now 